What's going on, guys? Seth, Chevy, and Chris here, back after, like, fucking feels like a couple months, but about two weeks of uh, not being here, with, coming uh, to you with a TLG Reacts to the opening night live stream that happened for Gamescom 2020, hosted by Jeff Keeley. This happened, like, as of recording 15 hours ago, so we're going to be going through this, watching it, reacting to it, and uh, talking about it. Uh, before we jump into that, uh, how the hell are you guys doing? Are you guys excited to be back? And uh, welcome to the new set and uh, the equipment that uh, might be interchanging or changing out. If we have any issues, I apologize. Let me know in the comments below. Doing okay. A little tired. Uh, but, you know. We'll For anyone who doesn't know, we just got through doing a lot of packing, moving, and unpacking. And it's been a rigorous, like, last two weeks. So we're tired. And yeah. My fucking back was hurting for, like, three days straight. I'm feeling great now, though. Yeah, I'm not at that point yet. I'm still... Hurting, I'm, but I'm just a little younger than Chevy, so I, I'm recovering <laughs> fast. Uh, Three days fast. Yeah. I mean, other than that, it's nice to be able to do this again. Uh, yeah, it feels like forever. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, obviously stuff has probably happened over the last couple of weeks and just haven't really been on the pulse and haven't been able to have conversations about it. So I am flirting with the idea of doing a, like a catch-up episode where I go back and watch like all the way from like the Ghost Tsushima fucking four-player co-op video all the way through everything that came out in August because for some reason the fucking two weeks were gone everyone's like here's all the videos yeah here have some stuff and I was like dude stop stop why are you picking now it was fucking quiet for like three months straight when everybody's like stay in your house you're gonna die no videos for no one. Now it's like, okay. Now you don't stay in your house. Now you have like three people going to a set and you're allowed to do that. So Yeah. It's been stupid. Chris, how you been? How you been? Uh I, I am also letired. Letired. Um, letired. <laughs> but uh I'm still kicking. I'm mean, always excited to be back on the show. Yeah. Even I'm, if uh, I'm still in my box. You are still in your box, but we're hoping to uh get you uh here in person. Um which is always preferable. It's funny how you moved all the way back to Washington, and that's when a new virus decided to show up and be like, keep his ass in the box. I might as well still be in fucking California at this point. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you want less to do fire that, here. Yeah, <laughs> there's some fire. Not a, not as much though. No, apparently they got some favorable weather to help. So yeah, shit's fucked up. Everyone in California, stay safe. Everybody everywhere, stay safe. Um, Okay, yeah, so we're back. A couple quick reminders. Um, I'm a little out of the uh, the flow of things. Make sure to download and play Modern Warfare 2 Remastered and Fall Guys. Both offer for free on PlayStation Plus. Make sure to download those, play those, come back like Saturday, and uh, tell us what you thought of those games. We'll let you know what we thought of them. And uh, download Fall Guys if you haven't, because I feel like you probably have, because it's like the most downloaded PlayStation Plus game ever. ever. Just fucking wild. Good, good job, hype guys. Um... <laughs> Yeah, no we're, we're moving to a new month, though, so make sure to download and play Street Fighter V and PUBG, which will be our games on PlayStation Plus um, next month, which is right around the corner. So, uh, yeah, what do we think about those games? Um, I I can probably play Street Fighter. <laughs> you can definitely play Street Fighter. Pu I don't want to. PUBG is going to be a struggle. Yeah, see, I'm the opposite, because it took me almost my whole life to realize that I respect Street Fighter, but I'm not into it. I like kept struggling. I'm like, oh yeah, I love Street Fighter. I've been playing it since I was a kid, like everybody else. It's so great. And I was like, I don't enjoy myself or my life when I play that game. <laughs> Maybe five will do it for you. It won't. <laughs> um, but PUBG, I've played 
uh, already, and I have almost bought it on console a couple times, so this would be a nice way to just try it out. I feel like it's past its time. Um, when I was first playing it, they just started introducing some stuff to unlock, and so that's standard now in, in fucking Battle Royales, and uh, I want to see how they've kept competitive, because I have not been keeping up, so I'm excited to try that and see what the fuck's up with it. Chris? Man... So tired of shooty shooty games. What about punchy punchy games? I'm really picky about my punchy punchy games, and like Same. if they're not a little faster paced, just a little faster paced. Um, I don't really enjoy them too much, and I know that that Street Fighter Five is a very footsy heavy game, so I'm it's not. A, it's a sti- super stoked about that. It's a sticky ass game. It's stiff yeah. as fuck. But that's the thing I yeah. kind of um, uh, respect about it, though, is um, it's a very technical game. Um, it's it's a very combo heavy game. It's about like placement and like executing combos in the right time and being able to deflect that shit. And it's just something I'm not really into. I like I like games that are more about I don't know Soul Caliber. I, I like the 3D positional combat. Uh, you know, watching my enemies like 3D movements and stuff like that, and jumping over a staff and shit like that. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm with I- you about being particular about that kind of thing. I'm more particular myself to like Mortal Kombat, to be honest. Yeah. Like the newer Mortal Kombat iterations where they have slowed down the combat a bit, but it's still got this like, I don't know, this this combo aspect to it that's like kind of like a spectacle and it's not so like technical, I would say, as mm-hmm. I feel like Street Fighter is going to be. Yeah, Mortal Kombat definitely has its, it, it, it kind of reminds me of Street Fighter in some ways, but it also mm-hmm. is completely different. And, but also, there seems to be more of a fun factor to Mortal Kombat to me than Street Fighter. Street Fighter is like, you're either shit and you're playing against other shit people, or you're going to get annihilated by the people who really fucking put a lot of time into that game. There's no yeah. in-between. God, I feel like that's most fighting games, but yeah, I hear... I, I that one's really bad, though. I, I've, I've seen some people who are like, okay, who kind of like, they'll get a win, they'll get a lose, they'll get a win. But Street Fighter, you play somebody who fucking is like a lifer, you're not... You're not having fun that day. Well, they're counting frames and shit, yeah. I when mean, they hand you the controller, like, you want to play me? You're like, no, not really. I just want to, <laughs> I'll watch you play. I don't want to fucking not have a good time. Reminds me, like, going into the arcade and someone puts a quarter down on the machine. My first thought is, mm, you do this. When they when they walk in with the controller and they plug it in, they're like, I got next play. I'm like, well, I'm, I'm not yeah. playing next. Someone else can play. <laughs> Fuck this guy. That's, that's tacking. <laughs> Some like guy those, walks in with like a fucking controller. Guys, it's like those guys at the fucking bar who bring their own stick and you're like, I am playing you. And they're like, I'm not that great. Okay, yeah, but you come to the yeah, bar prepared. Sure. Fucking how Bought often do you do this? Stick. Yeah, <laughs> and you bring it around with you. Either you're goddamn keeping that as a weapon or fucking you play more than I do, most likely. Yeah, or the dude who brings his own bowling ball. So, Whew. yeah. Hey, I'm, hey, I'm, hey, hey. Don't hate, hook it wrong. Years ago, you got I a bowling had, ball? I had my own bowling ball. I got a bowling ball. I don't. It's got my name engraved on it, too. Oh, he must be good. No, um, I'm curious <laughs> now, actually. I'm bold in years, but I totally bull against you. We'll film it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh, those are our games. We'll be playing those next month. Make sure to download those, play those, come back at the end of next month. Also, come back very soon. We're going to be talking about uh, the other ones, Fall Guys and Modern Warfare 2 um, on Plus Club. So that'll be coming up very soon. And then our game of the month, uh, not for very long, is Earth Defense Force 5, which is a third person fight bugs and frog men in a city and destroy every fucking building in sight game make sure to play that come back 
Sunday, and we're going to talk about that as well. Also, Chevy's going to be picking his game of the month next month. So, and by next month, I mean September. So, uh, Chevy says he's already picked his game. Yes. And uh, we don't know what it is, so it's going to be a big surprise. No one knows. Not a big surprise at all. Something with the number 14 in it, possibly. Um, In which no one will go, holy shit. But if it's not that, it's fucking all bets are off. No one knows. Um, So, yeah, look forward to that. Uh, Type in hashtag STLG on your comment if you want to be considered. Uh, Not If you went back in time in the beginning of August (laughs) and I told you that, I didn't mean to lie. Um, Life life happens. In September uh, and moving forward, hopefully, for infinity, eternity, uh, type in hashtag STLG on your comment, and we'll read it on TastyCast, the ever- uh, mythological fable taste cast and uh, we'll talk about your comment reply to it and uh, yeah type in hashtag stlg and your comment will be considered otherwise it will be picked at random we have a discord link down below you can talk to us anytime all time we're on itunes spotify and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us and we have, we have a patreon link down below as well if you'd like to support the channel further than liking commenting sharing and all that shit it's appreciated thank you for all your support we love you all uh, except for one of you um, you guys can have fun guessing who that is. Uh, <laughs> almost 2,000 people, and one of you, I'm like, not that one. Um, yeah, so uh, anyway, the Gamescom 2020 opening night live stream happened. It is, uh, according to different websites or different um, uh, YouTube channels, anywhere from three hours to seven hours long. So um, it's a pretty ambiguously long uh, video. And we're going to watch it. Uh, I keep seeing the people saying it's like a, mostly 45 minutes and a lot of it's fluff talk. But we're going to watch this. We're going to react to it. So sit down, hang out with us, watch this with us, or skip to the end for our impressions, as I know some of you do. And, uh, yeah, before we jump into this, anything you guys are hoping to see? Anything you're hoping to uh, get from this? Um, are you excited? Are you not excited? And, yeah. Um, I mean, I kind of already saw the list uh, of what at least companies were going to be there. I am looking forward to uh, hearing more about Ratchet and Clank because I know that's supposed to be in this. Um, other than that, uh, hopefully to be surprised. That is usually what I'm after with these things. I, I just want something to be like, oh, wow, I had no idea about that. So, mm-hmm. Chris? I try to have no expectations for anything, therefore I can't be let down by anything. You're a liar. <laughs> I know. I have no idea what to expect for this, though. I don't want to expect anything. I don't want to be left t- let down. He doesn't <laughs> expect anything, and he's constantly let down. Shh, shh. Oh. Just can't be happy. Oh, my heart. Don't ruin my life. Um, yeah, I'm hoping for world premieres. I know there's a couple things here that I saw on Twitter, already talked about a bit. I think, well, I'm not going to spoil it for you guys, but um, there's a couple things that they're not, they're not really going to show the game, but I guess they're going to discuss games coming up soon that I'm curious about. There is a respawn game that I'm very curious about uh, that I know they show off here, um, and uh, which happens to be a VR game, so I'll be stoked to actually see that. I've only read about it a little bit, and everything about it sounds awesome. Um, and yeah, looking for those surprises. Um, looking for um, a good presentation. I think Jeff Keighley always does, does a great job. I, I like him. He's probably one of the last people in uh, gaming gaming journalism and publications that I still have you know respect for and shit. Um, but, uh, but yeah, overall, I, honestly, I think it's kind of crazy that Gamescom, even though it's not like happening as like a convention, they still have done something with it because we saw E3 just go 
we're doomed. Everyone's going to die. We'll bring E3 back if the apocalypse ends soon enough. I mean, and the, then the everybody, was a different, so. everybody on Twitter's like, "Bye, three fucking see in hell." I'm like, "Why do people fucking hate E3 so much?" There's all these conventions, and E3 says anything. They're like, "Fuck you! I hope you die." And it's like, "Why?" It's bad because they don't get to go. I went. It was fun, and I told people on Twitter, "I'm like, I went. Uh, there's a bunch of people. It was really fun." They're like, "Yeah, it's dead." I'm like, "Didn't seem dead. It seemed like someone made a lot of fucking money on that thing." <laughs> Some buddies seem like it seemed like somebody got a lot of fucking uh information from the leak that happened at e3 remember that it's like twenty thousand people's fucking information from e3 got fucking stolen i, I don't remember yeah I, don't, all, it's crazy. I don't i don't think my information got stolen i think it was like uh press or whatever but still i was like god damn anyway uh anything else you guys want to say before we watch this let's do it all right chris ready Three, two, one, and go. Action. Hello and welcome to the Gamescom Opening Night Live 2020 pre-show. I'm Kyle Bossman, and this is my hot and stinky apartment. I realize you probably have a lot of questions right now. Like, who is this guy? Not that important. I know who you are. Is this the show? No No. idea. Just to be clear, this is the pre-show. That's Kyle Bossman. For the next 20 minutes, getting the final Bossman. Night Live proper, the big show. Oh, that one. You just spent any time on game trailers, did you? That one's got a budget. It's gonna be game game trailers dying was the death of games journalism. Wait. It was the last good one, and it died. I'm like, fuck everybody. Headband talking to me about stuff. No. They had so many good shows too. Yeah, Yeah, in that last like two years, they hit their stride like better than anybody. My job is just to smile at you and fill time in between trailers. In fact, we should, I think, start off with a trailer. We'll talk about opening night live. It's going to be big and fun and awesome. But I feel like the best way to headband. kick off pre-show is just to get right I've never one. seen Kyle Boston wear a headband before. I don't like it. Maybe it's because uh, it's he's in his hot and stinky apartment and he doesn't want to sweat on his eyeballs. Xbox event from Bandai Namco. It's this bad when you're in your own house Scarlet and you got to wear a headband and not sweat into your eyes. <laughs> I was watching a thing today where someone was in California and the air conditioning couldn't keep up with the heat. So That sounds like hell. This is an Omixai game for sure. Yeah, this is something Omixai plays in a closet. <laughs> then it comes out and goes, I fucking hate those games. <laughs> Just character models are clean. Yeah, it looks cool. We have to work together. They said uh, this is Bandai Namco, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay, I would yeah. say, I was going to guess. I was going to guess if it, they didn't say that. of doing things and I have mine. Real loud on this time. Did that get loud for you too, Chris? <laughs> I love the style, but also you know, enjoy I don't love the increase on fucking volume that just happened. <laughs> for a moment. What was that about? Yeah. It looks cool. Looks cool to me, yeah. Look at these fucking weebs. Damn weeaboos. These weebs. I can't point across. Now joining us, this is the Gamescom Opening Night Live 2020 pre-show. That was a trailer for a video game and not an anime. And I'm Kyle Bossman, not important. For the next 20 minutes, less than, much less than now, we are counting down the minutes until the big show, Opening Night Live, in which you're going to get fresh looks at 
Fall Guys Season 2, Destiny 2. Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War was just announced yesterday. We're already getting to see more of that tonight. Lots of cool. things to see. Sydney Goodman from IGN is going to be giving out the Gamescom Awards for Best PC Game, yep. She's Best PlayStation at every Game, fucking awards Best Xbox thing for some Game, reason. as well as I don't know why they talking her. about some brand She's new shows from IGN that they are debuting she just this shows week up. at Gamescom. She's Lots like, hi, here's an award. <laughs> in ONL. It is going to be I a do IGN. show. I do but IGN. In the meantime, for this pre-show, it is time now. For you, what do you do? I do IGN. The game next the, that we're going the details to see don't is called Quantum Error. And parents, let me warn you now. It's time to put the kids to bed. Because it's about to get scary as hell in here. I don't care if you're in the Western Hemisphere he and it is right the now? afternoon. I'm, I'm, I'm uncomfortable right now. What just happened? <laughs> uh, I'm flirting stare. That's some intense flirting. <laughs> if someone flirt with me like that, I'd be like, are you threatening me? Threatening you with uh, love and affection. Malicious fucking love <laughs> and affection. That's the kind of that's the kind of flirting where you have a friend intervene for you, like help. Oh yeah. Perfect. You recovered. That was a very buff man. That's what he thought when we woke up that day. It's like, eh, it's nice being a big buff man. Let me put on my extra small shirt. Let me put on my small buff man shirt. Make sure to tuck it in real tight. This looks like something Seth plays and then makes fun of later. Yeah. Okay, fair. At first I'm like, fuck no. <laughs> He's like, oh boy, a horror game, let me play this. And then bitches about it for two weeks. Yeah, I either love a horror game or I hate it. I'm extra critical in horror games. I mean, it's kind of interesting looking. It also looks kind of half-assed. See, he's gonna play it. It does look kind of half-assed. Yeah. Like, the faces look really plasticky. But, it, I mean, visually, like, the, the atmosphere's cool looking. So it's dead space? It's, um... Oh, no. No. Can't help you. Four-player co-op horror game. I've played it. Exclusive trailers to go. Left for dead. To no, it's a good one though. Next up, we have <laughs> that was a, good a car brand. Oh, I can't believe I can't fucking remember. And innovation and a key partner. It's an easy version of that game. Ford. I haven't even played it, but I can tell They're it's about easier. To exclusively reveal the first ever car made with gamers for gamers. Check it out. Ford, no he was upset saying that. I think we're all a little upset right now. And Team Fordzilla was born. And that was just the beginning. Team Fordzilla. Since when has Ford been an official sponsor of video games? Is this, is this about that car that the gamers designed that's actually on the racetracks now? Since when did anyone think that fucking people would take the name Fordzilla serious? Our first ever Team Fordzilla Project P1 model. I think this is the real car that, they, that the gamers design. Gamers. What, like two? Who cares? This is like when Arby's fucking throw some French fries on a on a fucking plate like Cloud from Final Fantasy VII. They're like, "Hey, buy fucking shit fast food." Except for more likely to buy the fries. It's cheaper <laughs> than wherever the fuck that thing is. This looks like goddamn um, initial D. It just looks like a concept car. It looks like shit graphically. It's like that truck, that Tesla truck. That thing's real though. 
I think this and one's real too. That wasn't. Now what I just saw. So that was fake as fuck. Well, yes. We are now but they're making a real, real one. World That's fine. This concept cars all over the place. Those things annoying about playing every fucking iteration of Gran Turismo that came out is if there'd I be all these like have games. I think there, I there's all these like I'm fucking concept cars. Like, oh, this is cool. Fucking, where's this at? Oh, it doesn't exist. They made like one. Absolutely, my two favorite passions. There is a car out there. A job. So I feel like honestly, I probably would have finished a couple of books. <laughs> I almost bought that shirt. What else would I do? I mean, I'm a I I like tech, but you need to do things on the technology. And so if I can't play things, if I wasn't into gaming. Yeah, it'll be a lot of TV watching. If there's out there a universe where I'm not a gamer, then I probably would start to game. What I the think fuck is going I would on? I try something to put some smile they asked, in the face apparently, of uh, everyone. Streamers, what their life would be like if they didn't game. I would watch a lot more movies. This is supposed to be representative. And read of more us. books. <gasps> oh my god! And get bored. It's not. Dude, if they're real fucking Welcome gamers, back to the opening night some, live someone's like, show. hey, Seth, uh, we're going to do a clip where we talk or ask streamers the where the fuck why they play games or whatever. But like, uh, no but one's going to want to watch that. Just skip to the games. I promise you, they'll appreciate it. So to tell us what to expect and people from watch and go, show yeah, this year, exactly. please welcome Jeff Keighley. We are now joined Ooh. by uh, Jeff Keighley, Old tired host and executive producer of Opening Old, Night Live. Old, old, How are you, I'm doing great, Kyle. How are you? Dude, okay. Uh, Kyle changed. So, yeah. in April, <laughs> he replaced his headband with fucking glasses. This year. And some real shiny headphones. O o and how that's gonna yeah, look. I was like a headband at first. Well, we knew like, got maybe that is the O&L this year because it was a big success. But yeah, we had no idea what format was gonna take. Normally, we are in Cologne. This year, we're doing it uh, from Los Angeles. But I, I actually. Gamescom came to me and said, we definitely want to do ONL. It's a, it's a digital event for the whole world. So even if we don't have something physically in Germany, we still want to do this show with you. And I said I was doing Summer Game Fest, and maybe we can bring all <sighs> these things together to create this grand finale uh, for the show. And, and all summer, I was really hoping care. to... To do a show, show me the goddamn game. I don't care this, this how you got there, or how you decided months, to get there, or what choices made to lead you to where you are now. Just show me the I fucking game. The I don't care. This is exactly what I was talking about earlier. This is why if they asked so me, I'd be like, just skip me. Skip me. I don't want to piss people off. Yeah, in all fairness, to show folks from across the industry. You know, it's probably nice to be interviewed instead. The biggest games out there, like Call of Duty, and then a lot of really, you know, interesting titles. Of course, we're gonna have some amazing next-gen stuff in the show and uh and fall guys season two which uh has you know become a thing over the past couple of weeks so it's it's really fun to have like the big and the small and the 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 surprises and next-gen all blended the together gonna be but, yeah, like, it's a, it's a full-blown show two hours cutesy. is it going to be just back-to-back -back trailers or are you going to do some interviews and demos I thought I'm on the record saying I was gonna, I thought it was going to be the next fucking uh, Rocket League um, of some titles as well. There will be a few interviews with a couple of developers. Uh, we've got some special guests, and one thing I will say, <laughs> kind of right out of the mm -hmm. gate, is that mm -hmm. this is not mm -hmm. sort yeah. of wall yeah. to wall yeah. 
shock and awe announcement. It's like those shit old school like TV interviews where like really big they film both their faces and then like the guy's just talking and then it pans about, over to the other uh, or just goes to the other guy. Like, but you know the kind of big like, surprise announcements. Uh, we have a few things a pen, in the like, show hmm. and and you know we have lots of great things planned. It doesn't for even seem awards, like that was actually his reaction when they're talking. Next year, that you know right. about. That. So you know, I, I would tell people to set their expectations to be really meaningful updates on existing games versus blowing you. I see people do an interview. I need to do like a fucking two-hour B-roll of us just doing great. reactionaries. Yes. I'm personally looking forward. And then to do it like just <laughs> well, put a video from YouTube up, and then it's, just have really those clips in the this, corner. Of us. But you know, even working with our team, it's been challenging. And we're not even doing it at the same time. Someone's like in the the era, and the other person's just like, and it's been. It's been, meant a lot to me that Gamescom has said we still want to do this show, and I think for all of us in the industry, we want that big uh, showcase. So I'm just really excited, honestly. Like leave home, do like uh, uh, have a set, and you'll see we've got like screens and lights, and it's it's. If we God, do it right, I, I can't we're going to hopefully just create stop talking about what you're going to show. Just fucking show it. This summer, right? And a lot of the events this summer have been pre-taped and they've been, they've been always prepared and, and lots of cool game info. But I really wanted to do something live with a lot of energy to it. So if, if we do things right, that's what people are about to see. Very cool. Good luck with everything. Thanks, Kyle. Thanks for hosting the pre-show. I'm, I'm doing my best. <laughs> Thanks, so Kyle. just so we're all on the same page about what just what happened, happened to Kyle? that was basically he an helped. interview with my boss using questions that I mostly already know the answers to. So considering all that, I think that went pretty well. <laughs> Next up, we do have another world premiere trailer, baby. Vroom, vroom, honk, honk for oh, God. Dark Five. <laughs> all that talking about what they're going to show. And this is what they're showing me. That's okay. It's okay. Dirt's all right. This is the pre-show. Dude. We're not even going to show you. Buckle up. Buckle up, baby. Vroom, vroom. Man, you need a reaction Project Cars 3, I think, is out now. And I kind of wanted to pick it up. Oh, that's cool. They have an editor. Um, kind of wanted to pick it up, but they're saying people who like Project Cars 2 are going to hate Project Cars 3. And I'm like, that's not good. I think they're trying to make it more accessible for everybody, so I think they made it more arcadey, which sucks because Project Cars 2 is like the Dark Souls of racing games. This reminds me of like 64 era racing games. Yeah. This doesn't even look like dirt. I'm actually a little intrigued just because it's not so serious. Yeah, me too. Especially considering Dirt is like more of a sim, like it's a borderline middle ground of like arcade sim, yeah, right. like rally game, and this doesn't look like that at all. So, but it also seems like they're taking a note from uh, Horizon a little, being a little more colorful and doing ridiculous shit. I don't know. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Empire. Okay. Get him. One car, two like car. zombies ah, mode for ah, cars. Ah, ah. I mean, that'd be cool. Oh, you probably gotta hit him and affect him or something. Yeah. Oh, that's a penny. Interesting. So you think like a vampire bit a car? No. Yes. And sucked out gas? I'm 100%. Thinking, I'm thinking more like uh, to be was that maximum overdrive. It is now time for the part of the pre-show. Isn't that siphoning? That I've been, someone takes I've been like a fucking hose, comments. puts it in your gas tank. I see them right now. <laughs> Everybody's up blowing else. up. Demanding. Just want to see a car driver Kyle's on the 10 straw. reasons to be excited for opening oh. night live. 
Well, let's kick it off. Reason number 10 to be excited for opening night live 2020, feeling excited for next gen again. Number nine, Jeff Keighley wardrobe reveal. Number eight reason to be excited for opening night live 2020, Destiny trailers are usually pretty good. Number seven, it will mean this big show is finally over. Number six, wrong. Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Number five reason to be excited for ONL 2020, Shadow Drops. Number he four, doesn't know. Fall Guys Season 2. Number three, reason to be excited for ONL 2020. Actual gameplay from a mysterious PlayStation 5 exclusive. Ooh. Number two, everything else in my life sucks right now. And the number one reason no to be me. excited for opening night live 2020. Jeff Keighley said it's going to be good. We have one final world premiere trailer to show off. And this trailer is an announcement of a Switch version of a popular game from 2018. That can only be described as dinosaurzy. What? Enjoy. Oh, I saw this on Twitter. Oh, you think that things are going to turn? That's a game we played. Yeah. Oh. Well, now you can take it, it with before you. you did too. That's a good because game. They portable, believe though. that they Agreed. were in control. And control. Well. Got the There's airport, the and he's like, I need to see what the fuck my dinosaurs are up to. Humanity is desperate. Well, to God damn it. It's one of those we games you don't ever have to really stop playing it. either, so. But we never yeah. really possess it. No, that's great. So your wife comes in and goes, you know you what, we need life. to talk. This whole fucking you playing this all the time and never <laughs> seeing your kids thing, it needs to end, or we're going to end. And if you don't reply, as Jeff Goldblum will reply, then you deserve your divorce right then and there. He's knowing the power of what we're up against. That's when you got to stop playing. And still believe oh, that's a freaking peak. Win. That's the peak of playing right there. Mm -hmm. The kitty looked very hungry. No! <laughs> oh, yeah. Bye. See? Chomp, chomp. Why do you have to show it? Snack. That's it. That's all we have for you in this very pre-show. Please be excited for the actual opening night live in which you'll see some Destiny 2. You'll see Fall Please Guys Season 2. You'll see Black Ops Cold War. That mysterious PlayStation 5 demo. Some things we've probably never heard of before. I think it's going to be a very good show. I'm personally excited about it. Me. I should thank you, actually, for putting up with my nonsense for the last 20 yeah. minutes. It is yeah, appreciated. You know but seriously, Don't do enjoy the show. You know, see software. <laughs> Someone get this this old man up here. Some warm milk. I'm not used to our setup right now. World. This guy. When we feel out of place, disconnected, and divided. I like pointing at Chris while he's just like looking like that. Because he has no idea what we're doing. Not a goddamn clue. To be heroes? What we're doing here could change things forever. Tonight, we bring the world together. You're with us now. We celebrate who we are. Yes. You are done to us now. And what we are. I'm with you every People? step of the way. The future of gaming. Welcome to Gamescom. Opening night live. I give you this grenade. Don't let go Hello ever. everyone, I'm Jeff Keighley and welcome to Gamescom Opening Night Live 2020. Now this year Gamescom is of course a little different than normal and I hope all of you and your families are safe and healthy at home. In 2020, right. games have comforted and connected us more than ever. And with the launch of PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X later this year, games are only going to get better. 
Well, all summer, I was hopeful Thank we could you, get Jeff to this Rockhorn. very moment. What the big live showcase filled with more than 35 on. games to kick off Gamescom 2020. Tonight, you'll get a first look at Fall Guys Season 2 and an extended gameplay demo of now. Ratchet & Clank Rift yep. Apart for PlayStation 5. Plus, Maybe we three. might have a couple surprises along the way, too. Well, guys, before has been we out start, less than a I want to acknowledge and thank and all the Season game developers, marketers, in. and publishers who have worked under challenging circumstances to keep us entertained. This show is nothing without them or my production team, and doing a show at this scale safely is not easy, especially when all of you at home have some pretty insane expectations. I hope tonight reminds yeah, you us. why you love yeah, to play I games. Do. This is your fault. And with that, we're going to move on to our first game, with a game that was Damn. just announced yesterday. Call of Duty Black like Ops Cold War. And joining me is Dan Von Drack from Raven to tell us about the game and give oh, you an exclusive sneak peek. Wait, where's he from? Dan, Choking how you doing? That damn name. Do we find him on the street? Good, Jeff. Thanks for having me here. This has uh, been a dream project for us to work on from the from nearly the beginning of development. We knew Black Ops Cold War was going to be a direct sequel to Black Ops One, and we loved the idea That's of returning wild. to the pillars. Hmm. Built the Black Ops franchise, denial operations, conspiracy, yep. grounded history. Oh, yeah. I always feel like their CEOs are just hiding there. Don't mm -hmm. let them get and famous. Get They'll need more money. No, there's like <laughs> two or three <laughs> per like, division the of the that will normally do really stuff. I've never seen this guy, but I've never seen Raven talk relevant to today for Call and also uniquely Black Ops. Well, you start playing with Black Ops sure every once in a while. Characters we saw after. yesterday in the reveal trailers, <laughs> you know, some familiar what faces. So, you know, Woods, Mason, like Duty. break it down. So. Um, how does this fit into the Black Ops canon? You said it's a direct sequel. So are we going to see a lot of familiar faces? Yeah, part of the fun in making this yes. game was bringing back the iconic <laughs> characters like Woods and Hudson and Mason and seeing how all those personalities mix with some of the new characters. So the campaign takes I think it's really place interesting in 1981, and we love that we've been able to have so many connections to the original Black Ops and really be that direct uh -huh. sequel of the game. I agree. Uh, now, one thing that I'm really excited about this is your pushing the storytelling in kind of a new direction with some branches and some options about how you play through the campaign. Can you maybe walk us through your thinking there? Yeah, one of the driving forces from early in development was to say, let's take this Black Ops thrill ride and infuse it with some player choice and some player freedom. Anything we can do to give the player a little more Bring ownership over their experience. So that starts with allowing the player to create their own character for the Cold War yeah. campaign. They can name them and pick a military background Probably and really pretend they are that Black Ops soldier that they want to be. From there, we wanted to take some of our missions I and infuse to be a Black Ops objectives, multiple Me paths, too. and some player uh, choice moments inside some of the enough. missions. And it was fun to find that balance between the hard driving Call of Duty action and these more non-player experiences I, in some, I inside some of the missions. Try so gravel. with choice comes the player wanting to feel Chug that it. impact. So Painful. some of those choices uh -huh. earlier in the game Gargle, and some alcohol. towards the end will actually shape the ending of the, <laughs> the pain, dog. campaign. All right, so multiple endings <laughs> to this game. Gravelly is beauty, but... Someone, yeah, yeah, someone might. Absolutely. That's, someone that was one beautiful. of the big things for us. It's a lot of people like Salt Snake. Black Ops has always been willing to take risks, Me. and we all know they did some of this in Black Ops 2. And or with our Kojima. story and with these mm -hmm. features, we love playing homage to those early Black Ops games. Oh, yeah, I remember the numbers. All right. Uh, well, Dan, uh, we are excited to see more oh, of it. No, I know multiplayer Shmigus reveal Regus is coming is in September. But uh, since you got a switch there, you can flip the switch on something exclusive for us. What, what are you going to say? He's got that weird little lisp, too. Yeah, absolutely. This is really exciting because this will be the first time we've done this out 
outside the walls of the development studio. This is a scene from earlier in the game. This and stream it's a critical is point. smooth. Really shows like, the narrative and shows this threat that our heroes are going to be battling. So let's take a look. Oh, it's your show now? You're running it? Yeah. Taking over. Thanks for that question, Jeff. Now let's go to the next segment. Get out of the way, Jeff. My show now. This is Raven's show now. Information from the Manhattan this Project was a black op we took over. By the Russian spy known as Perseus. 1968, the Vietnam War. Viet Cong soldiers orchestrated by Perseus attempted to steal an American-made nuclear bomb from a U.S. firebase. Five days ago, while on a mission, we acquired intel that Perseus is in play again and planning an attack on the I got pleasant. Perseus. The CIA's analysts consider him to be the single largest threat to the free world. Mr. Hudson. Oh, we're all excuse me, Mr. Perseus. Hudson. What? Why do you got sunglasses on? More myth than fact. I mean, it's a good question. Star. I can barely see in here. What's happening? Russian <laughs> Maybe he's blind. General I prefer not to look at Mother idiots when I talk to them. I suited to respond to that. <laughs> CIA clandestine special officer Russell Adler. He's one of the few people who even come close to capturing Perseus. Uh, Mr. Adler, why should we take this Perseus threat seriously? You don't have to, sir. He's <laughs> also works at Yes. Yeah, then a lot of innocent people are going to die. Why do you say that? Sir. Every time Perseus has come into play, it's shifted the balance of the Cold War. After 13 years of silence, if he's active, something big is going to happen. Something that will affect the free world. He looks like a Ken doll. That got fucked up. You try being married to Barbie. It's very true. It's a marriage of convenience. Mm -hmm. Mr. President. Sir. Mr. President. Mr. President, this is Jason Hudson and Russell Adler. I know their names. Who oh my god, he looks like a plastic doll. What the fuck? Mission. That's creepy. Yeah, that's like a robot it's version of Ronald, Ronald Reagan. <laughs> yes, sir, we believe it is. <laughs> I am Reaganbot. <laughs> Here to look at sir, Kenbot. Their requests are highly irregular. Most likely illegal if the press gets old. What the hell are you talking about? Do you know who we are? Every mission we go on is illegal. Sergeant Woods, plausible deniability is the backbone of our work. Al, we're talking about preventing an attack on the free men and women of the world. Give Mr. Adler whatever he wants. It sucks. Everyone knows General I play Call of Duty. I like Call of Duty. We're going to be talking about a Call of Duty very soon on Plus Club. I got a lot to say on. Great evil. As much as I love the there multiplayer in no Black Ops, in duty. fact, I, I love no it. I thought honor. Black Ops had great fucking multiplayer. I did not give a fuck about the story. So that they're trying to sell this as a sequel to Black Ops, it might be awesome, which will be really cool. Yeah. But going into it with my past of how I feel about the original us. Black Ops, I don't have hype. I only have hype because they're telling a story in the 80s of like Cold War shit. That's interesting. But I'm not like, oh, fuck, this is a sequel to Black Ops? We already got two of those. Yeah. What happened to the stream? Oh dear. That's going on. Fascia, no. It's that twenty twenty presentation stuff happening right now. What is happening? Don't start clicking around, we gotta stay synced. Understand her mysterious innate abilities to manipulate the unseen. Check out this first look. Alright. Check a look. Man, <laughs> that was some good I black ops. Fight it. That was pretty quick. <laughs> 
They're, all right, they're not loving it. Let's go to the next thing. <laughs> Was this, they said unknown nine? Yeah. What's that kid's problem? Wasn't raised right. Or, or, he just played Ghost Tsushima. He's like, I want to show you my samurai moves. <laughs> look, and he shoved her down. Check it out. Look, look what I learned. It also doubles as a lightsaber. <laughs> Did nothing for me. I have no idea what's happening. Yeah, no one does. I see Even the trailer people, was happening. That's only one of the unknown nine that we just didn't understand. <laughs> this is... well, never mind. This is where I have my drugs. Are those the unknown uh, nine? What? All right, let's get to the gameplay. One of this year's biggest games has been Doom Eternal. Tonight, we've got an exclusive first look at the campaign expansion called The that's, Ancient that's Gods That's kind of the theme of this year for me anyway when it comes Check to AAA games. It's just I haven't beaten It sucks. That game got, and I'm sure it's a fine game, but it got really overshadowed by Animal Crossing. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of wild because the hype on it was huge. Yeah, Animal Crossing and everyone who played it fucking loved phenomenon. it. Yeah, but still, I, a lot of people I talked to actually played this liked it a lot. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, like, I'm sure it, it was did great. get eclipsed. Which is weird, because you should be able to, like, differentiate the two without even having them in the same realm. But everybody played up that fucking fun meme of, oh, they're coming out at the same time. And then everyone's like, haha, those two games are really fucking, you know, really, really popular. Come out at the same time. People are like, what other game? Uh, Animal Crossing? No, 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 we're all playing that. What are you talking about? What's the other game? Doom? Boom? Doom. Zoom? Yeah. I'm gonna go back to playing Animal Crossing. That's cool, it's getting a... Uh, the story add on in it. Yeah, like story DLC. Yeah. I still haven't tried that mode out. Me neither. 2020 marks the 25th anniversary of a legendary game studio, BioWare. Tonight, Casey Hudson and the team wanted to give That's everyone around the world subject to be bringing a little up. taste of what's <laughs> Remember next. Remember when they were great? Casey, over to you. We don't know if they are anymore, <laughs> but we're going to find out at some point. You know, six years ago, we were on the stage with you at the 2014 Game Awards, accepting the Game of the Year for what Dragon kind of Age Inquisition. Using? That sounds weird. I don't know. Then, really weird. Yeah, his lapel. Yeah. It's aimed down. Characters of Dragon Age to well, life. I mean, 
We're Where still else in is early go? production, but we thought it was time to give you the very first look at how BioWare's passionate team of developers are crafting this very special game. Let's just work. He's picking up a lot of atmosphere, but it also is compressing his voice, so it just sounded weird. Yeah. It's not like he was in a very well. I've been at Bioware uh, for a really long Mike time, Box. so I've got to see it grow up and turn from a from a company of 35 people to a company of more than 300 people. There's amazing people in the industry. There's amazing stories to be told with other people. I love that character so much. <laughs> We're very experimental here at Bioware. So okay, having secret meetings about games uh, that aren't out yet. We're on always trying the to improve, like innovate, and bring what if some guys actually enjoying your players and fans to enjoy? <laughs> like, hey, what's up? Who are you? Uh, what are you guys doing? The janitor. The world of just some Dragon kid. Age really has got it all. It's got frontier stories. It's got mystery. It's got hard-boiled like hard eggs. <laughs> and of course, it's all wrapped up in kind of a fantasy setting. You really feel like you're the hero in the Dragon Age world. Dragon Age frustrates me people. so much. Because the first one was Dragon so Age good. And the second one was fucking like, eh. And then the third one was like, really okay. excited about yeah, the future okay. of you Dragon Age. Here. Did it? This is an original yeah. world. Original flora. Original wildlife. Original architecture. That makes it fun to explore and discover. He's not confident in saying that. Get an opportunity to, he's acting to like he's guessing in case he might get in trouble saying the wrong thing. With people who <laughs> lived and grew up in these spaces as well. For the game we're working on now, we want to tell a story. What happens when you don't have power? He's got that streamer hair. What happens when the people in charge aren't yeah. willing to address the issues? The things that you can expect in the next installment are going to be stories that focus on the people around you and the friends and family you make. Something that we'll be able Fast to look to in Dragon Age it's all about is family. a close relationship with game characters who really become real for you. We want characters to either be loved or hated. One of the best examples of that is Solus. Half the community wants to kill him, half the people want to marry him, and another part wants to do both. They call me the Dread Wolf. What will they call you when this is over? We played the game. Bioware and EA has been one of the forerunners in using motion magic technology, and that makes it way more realistic when you're looking at the characters and the way they walk and move and interact in the world. Players wanting that suspension of disbelief that this wonderful collection of digital so pixels action game. is actually a living, breathing soul. No, 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 it's okay. That's the good kind of rumble. I actually design bosses. I help with the creature design team as well. So I do all of like the big threats that you have to go up against. Ew, that spider with hands is fucking gross. I hate yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bad enough when got eight legs just fucking running around all the place, but when they got the two fucking long arms with hands. In the world. Decision making can mean that a party member lives or a party member dies. And it means owning your outcome and reactivity to the choices that you do make. I just love the possibilities that Dragon Age offers. That was a rock fighter. And I'm excited to explore a lot more of them. I really want to be excited for Dragon Age, too. That's where I'm at. I'm excited for the prospect of a good Dragon Age possibly happening. Yeah, Bioware's track record is just not so great. I don't have confidence. I'm not saying it's gonna be bad. I'm just saying I don't have confidence to be excited for it. Feeling quite deserved. Is that Black Ops? Oh, fuck, taking over again. 
You have people watching us right now who have no idea what that is. Grace, come. I think there's Oh my there's god, he's so old. Well, wait, you're uh what what's his name? Back to the future. I'm Emmanuel Brown, doctor of physics, not of medicine, and certainly not that quack from Rick and Morty. Yeah, we know who you are, but what are you doing here? I did come back from the future. I know Jeff Keel is an actor. He's selling it pretty well. Because it's imperative. Mm, He's acting better than Doc Brown. Surgeon Simulator 2, right now. And what exactly do you have to do with Surgeon Simulator? During the mid-20th century, some friends of mine from a large Shire University invented a state-of-the-art medical training facility otherwise known as the Surgeon Simulator Training Program. Now, seven years later... What a weird get to this ad. Yeah, I didn't know that guy was still alive. That's kind of sad. I know. I feel bad. I saw him, I was like, oh my god, he's so old. I hope he's okay. Bob is sick. In his leg, in his arm. I was gonna say, I've already watched this gameplay. I want a world premiere, a few examples of some of the incredibly successful test subjects. Again, though, that stage is really neat. Yeah. <laughs> so you're saying a world premiere will save our future? Only time will tell. And speaking of time, that's ominous. I wasn't a direct answer. Avengers 26. That's what they call dodging. Return of the Son of Thanos, opening 2077, and with that. I leave the fate of the human race. Does Disney know you just said all that? Right? I feel like they want royalties. Doctor's orders. He's put the fate of the world in fucking Jeff Keighley's hands. Where does this path go? I watched I watched them play this. He looks good as new. Now grab the good arm and bring it in here. We're dying. He's dying. Should we play the first one? I have. Yeah. It's so hard. This one has like weird functionalities of like doors can't be opened unless you put certain limbs in them. And you have to like stabilize like the blood flow while you have the limbs out of them to get certain doors to access the tools. It's it's Does weird. the game also come with screaming streamers? Doc Brown introducing yeah, I fucking hope not. I won't pick it up. <laughs> Only opening night live. All right, well, if you thought that crossover was kind of crazy, wait until you get a load of this next game announcement that I don't think anyone probably mm. saw coming. Check this out. I did. Five weeks ago, I said this was coming out. Yep. Yep. See? That's what I said that was coming out. Is that a point I was gonna ask. <laughs> I just thought. If so, he's not looking good. Some fucking pocket tots. <laughs> Trying to keep my touch safe. God. God. Eat the freaking food. I've never seen that movie. Oh, you missed out. Uh-huh. You missed out on the whole era. I don't know if you did. This is totally The Last of Us 3. Seems about like it.
you guys see the new Resident Evil Netflix show? It's supposed to be about Wesker's daughters and it's a comedy. Uh-uh. No. It's fucking stupid. Walking Dead Bridge Constructor? Really? Okay, he got me there. Yeah, I would never guess that. Why are we doing this? I don't know. They put a lot of work into Napoleon Dynamite walking in a fucking warehouse. Tonight is just and having the start some honey shot on a screen. Over the next three days, there are more streams from IGN and Webedia with in-depth looks at games, what? a digital cosplay contest, uh, and some special new shows just for Gamescom. Speaking Your of the Resident Evil thing, I think it's crazy Gamescom that Netflix is just kind of like single-handedly going like, we're just going to make video game content. Which is cool, but fucking Resident Evil Wesker's Daughter's comedy sounds stupid as shit. I'm going to talk to Capcom about that. We are getting Dragon's Dogma. I told Capcom already, I'm never talking talking to him. <laughs> we had words. <laughs> Happy Jen. Gone strange. Bro, oh tell my. me about it, 2020. Yeah, yell at him. Sam and Max? Really? Yeah. But even they could use some help. I have no affinity for them. Slip on this little Just, I know of them, but yeah, I've never... Me too. I've played most of them. I think the comedy's probably not gonna be for younger people now, but yeah. Doesn't mean shit to me. It's crazy that that, because you know, obviously that studio or whatever. The return of Sam and Max. All right. And went away, and then people had to like save certain series out of it and stuff. So interesting to see that. Please say hello to Sydney Goodman. I can't say hello. I'm not, I'm not gonna fucking do that. Oh, you're asking way too much. To be here. She was, that's the chick. She's in everything for some reason. She doesn't do anything. Well, she was also tonight, a Game Awards. That's what I'm saying. She's everywhere. She gives out awards. She, she co-ops it, Jeff. The winner of best Nintendo Switch game I think IGN's fucking trying to get in on some shit. Like I said, IGN is going to be here for all of Gamescom with great shows such as Gamescom Studio, where you can find me and my co-hosts for all day long games content, interviews, dev talks, and more. Plus, we have nope. Gamescom Awesome Indies, the show with and for indie developers. That premieres Saturday, August 29th at 7 p.m. Central European time, so be sure to tune Same. in for more announcements and special guests. And now, let's go back to Jeff for our next big yeah, world premiere. Please. There he is. Awesome. Thank you so it's much, so Sid. Uh, we are so excited to see what's Thank in you the, for uh, that the Gamecom IGN studio advertisement. and also awesome indies. And I'm going to be mm. on the to you by, show tomorrow. Well, so I forgot her name already. Sydney. All right, well, on to our next game. See, in the next forget. World of Warcraft expansion, Whoa, that players will AR journey beyond weird. the mortal world of Azeroth to a place That's where so no neat. living soul the has shadow lands. The Shadowlands. Are you excited? The afterlife of an entire Warcraft. Universe. I'm excited for people who still the play World of Warcraft. Realms of the Shadowlands are watched over by different factions oh, for sure. known as Covenants. But, Each I mean, I have no affinity for it at this point. Yeah. Apparently, I'm being forced to play this game, though. Live their According mortal to Keith. life, they may end up as part of one of these Covenants when right. they cross over into the Shadowlands. Today, we're excited to give you a closer look at the noble and pure Kyrian Covenant from the realm of Bastion, who are charged with carrying the souls of the dead into the beyond. So sit back and get ready for the world premiere so of Raid Shadow Legends. The first in Blizzard yeah. Entertainment's new four-part series of animated Play Raid Shadow Legends. Afterlife. Enjoy. 
I need to hit those guys up and be like, dude, I make jokes about you all the time, which is advertising <laughs> for you, so where the fuck is my check? They're like, who are you? And like, I was thinking the same thing about you, motherfucker. I've never even seen your game. I thought they said this was animated. Oh, it's technically yeah, animated. The dies moved. Is that? That's all right, this. This is like end of Warcraft 3 stuff, right? You're asking the wrong guy. Light. Save my soul. I want to get lost in your rock and roll. Style. Welcome to Bastion. You led a truly selfless life, and for that, you have been chosen. Chosen? To shed your mortal burdens and join so the ranks is... of the ascended. Wow. <coughs> yeah. Serving Sounds like to I ferry am. the souls of the dead unto the Shadowlands. I serve the light. And my work is not done. There is an evil that So is there any there excitement no for this expansion evil. or are people going into the it angry? Darkness was sealed within the mall. I, I feel uh, positive. Yeah, that's what I feel like I've been hearing too. He destroyed people are somewhat excited for it. Yeah. But they're Murdered cautious. My people and my king, he must be punished. I do think and obviously I'm aware of loop, so my opinion really just doesn't matter. But um, and purge yourself I think a lot of that caution comes from I can't remember what expansion it was, but one of them was just like really bad, and so like people ever since then have just been cautious constantly. It's one of the recent ones. Anyone who plays these Devils. regularly is gonna be like, "Damn, what the fuck you're talking about?" One hundred percent. I don't yeah, know don't. anything yeah. of what the fuck I'm talking about. But um, one of the recent expansions, we saw it in our Discord. People were gone for like two weeks. They're like, "Oh my god, I gotta go play it," and they were like just gone. And then one of our community members showed up, and I was like, "Hey, I haven't heard about blah blah lately," and they're like, "Fuck that shit." And I was like, oh yeah? And they're like, yeah, Unlike no one likes it. I'm like, I have seen. oh, I, I had I no idea. I, I didn't hear that. They're like, yeah, that's real bad. By mistake. I was like, well, goddamn, people went from fucking super excited to I hate this shit real fast. such a thought. In time, he will forget. Trust our ways. Trust the path. This is the way. How long must we train? Until you are ready to ascend. And what is keeping me from ascension? Nothing but the memory of your mortal life. How can I forget when I can still feel his blade? Let me poke it. Your soul Oop. is wounded? Who did this to you? He was my student. He betrayed us all. Show me. That's mine. His blade were unmistakable. 
This dark agent runs free on a mortal world with the power of the Maw itself in hand. Our realm is imperiled. Impossible. The Maw is inescapable. You must return to the path. If he had purged his life, we never would have known of this calamity. The path is flawed. Uh -oh. Enough! The order of the Shadowlands depends on the execution of our eternal charge. You will abandon this course. As you command, my Archon. There's a question of people watching this well, but if you... If you found out that they were either going to make a WoW 2 or continue WoW, which would you prefer? The time of mm. your ascension has come. I don't have a preference. I think I'd be excited for a WoW 2. Do you wish to see him punished? I do. Then prepare yourself. I mean, it's cool they're still uh, supporting the game. I always like that, but... I think it'd be more exciting if Blizzard made a brand new MMO. The moment he falls, we will claim him. Some shit. He's like undead. He's just trapped inside his body. If I recall right. Yeah, be very careful. Well, I'm. Don't pronounce any names. And don't be. Don't be sure of anything. Yeah, I just. Again, just kind of confused because I could have sworn was defeated and someone took his place and. Of course. Oh, I think this is the events as he was defeated. What happened to his spirit? Yeah, keep up that lore, dude. Yeah, I'm not really. <laughs> Once the pandas existed, I just stopped caring. <laughs> pandas? Alright, I'm out. That was pretty cool. It doesn't mean a whole lot to me just because I'm not invested in the game, but All right, hope yeah. you guys that was neat. enjoyed that exclusive look at Bastion. I, now, we know many of you I, can't I don't wait agree. to experience Shadowlands. <laughs> Only because our friends at Blizzard want you to know when I hear Blizzard, I want like over. those beautiful CG movies they make, and we got a slideshow presented as an animation. Yeah. So, like story-wise and stuff like that, and the voice acting and all that, that was all great, but like. That was barely animated. So it's kind of unfortunate. Obviously, my opinion. See, this is more exciting to me than that. That short was. That's pretty decent for an older game. I know they've done it 
and I'm sure it's been a couple now, but I'm in the been at least one graphical overhaul for the game at least. Mm -hmm. So one each expansion, they're gonna be starting to ground up with making new models and areas for that. I'm sure they're gonna increase the, the what they can do with October yeah. 27th. A lot of these people too official. We have so much more opening night live still to go for like you. Ratchet and Clank, PlayStation Five, uh, stuff too, much so. more. Stay tuned. All right. right, but now it's time for the announcement of a new Unlike, universe you know, like that is coming to gaming 11, for the first time with a project from a Canadian studio. Check with this out. PS2 graphics for the rest of the life. Canadian studio, you say? They corrupted, divided, conquered. I'm sleepy. I'm just gonna take a nap Until here. Finally, Warhammer. The gates of the celestial realm yep. were thrown open. Our oh last yeah, I saw the comments on Twitter. The stormcast eternal. On the Twitter, vengeance made manifest. That's a very good question. 2021. Now you guys may remember back in June, Crash I had Bandicoot. some masked fun mm -hmm. with my buddy Crash Bandicoot announcing Crash 4 It's About Time. With the game coming in October, Crash, of course, had to come back for opening night live. So let's bring him out, everybody. Crash Bandicoot. What? He's where? <sighs> That mask. It's a big one. I ain't protecting shit. Those fucking eyes, dude. He's scary. <laughs> Just dead eyes. <laughs> he cares enough to wear a mask, but fucking doesn't know where the hell he is. The mask is touching his eyes, and that really bothers me. That'd be so painful. My, one of my masks, if I wear it for too long, it starts going up under my like, I have big ass eyes. So Mine does my that. Eyelids and shit. I have to like pull it down a little Constantly bit. Constantly going like this to get it off my eyeballs. I think it also help. I have a beard too, so I can't go under my chin. Mm. So it just kind of sits on my face and goes up. For sure. Poor Crash apparently didn't get the memo about Gamescom, but to tell us more about what we I just saw, I'm joined by Lou Studdart from Toys for Bob. Uh, Lou, w what did we see there with uh, Crash and the Gamescom bot? <laughs> Uh, apparently you saw him wandering around Cologne, but uh, what he was hinting at was kind of our reveal of what we call flashback tapes, which are a brand new style of level that we are announcing here today. Okay, so uh, how do these flashback levels kind of play into the overall Crash 4 narrative? Chris loves it. Yeah, so the way that the, the flashback tape levels work is that they are kind of a peak back in time to the 90s when Neocortex was actually testing on Crash and Coco before the events of Crash Bandicoot 1. And they're kind of these devious puzzle rooms that we've made, uh, and they're really hard and they're really awesome and they're super creative and we can't wait to uh, get people's hands on them yeah no i i, I got to play a demo of this a few weeks ago and that was We're a challenge so i can't imagine um, how these are um, how are they going to be sort of integrated into the no. game are they they optional like offshoot stuff or how do you how do you get to them 
Sure. So players actually have to collect the flashback tapes in the levels themselves. Uh, they're an object that they can pick up, and to actually pick them up, they have to reach them in the level without dying. It's uh, kind of our homage to the death routes from the original trilogy. So players have to reach these objects in the level, pick them up, and then once they get them, they'll get access to these so unique levels. A lot of these so games come beyond back. the pure challenge, yeah. uh, what other fun? So how how are these fun for players to kind of experience? What do they get to do in them? Sure. It's funny because so gaming so healthy right now in like these the amount of like sequels, like new IPs, really kind of fun, and returning things ways for crash that doesn't really bother me. But then I look at like with the movie industry kind of, is a fucking uh, mess. But yeah. um, we know and love about the franchise. But the amount of just us, reboots and really remakes cool of fucking everything. I can't like make original shit. This is the moment when crazy. So it's just funny how like they could get away with that if they had new fresh shit coming out and people like created by. All the ideas are so taken, blah, 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 like not in gaming. That's never really been explored in the game. There's before. a fucking, there, awesome. I can't, I don't have enough time in my life to play all the games I want to play. Yeah, phenomenal. no shit. Yeah. There's too many fucking uh, we games. I cannot wait to check it out uh, in October. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Awesome. All right. Well, we will be right back after this for more Gamescom opening night live. Where are you going? I have become terror. Is that spray next game? The unseen predator. A rupture. I don't know. Well, I only heard one person talk about it, and they said it was fun, so. Alone, the hordes of Enoch will fall before me. But together, this entire planet will fear us. I didn't look like I feared anybody. It'll learn. I think it was like, God damn it, I hate you whippersnappers. Get the fuck off my planet. I have no idea how fucking annoyed I am with you. We will find the source. Whatever it holds. Whatever it takes. I was running like he was chafing or something. <laughs> kind of reminds me if they like brought back brute force or something from the oh, yeah from the uh, people can fly. Are those the fuck? same guys who made? Oh no! Chevy will look Welcome to the hyperscape. Man, I remember when people talked about that for about three hours one day, and I haven't heard from them since. <laughs> I played this game too, and I was pretty, uh, pretty just not giving a fuck about it. They made... That's not Well, they didn't make Fortnite. Mm -hmm. They worked <laughs> on it. Oh, that soccer it's show. the same people that made the game I'm thinking of. Bulletstorm? Yep. I knew it. Painkiller. Yeah, so they... They've, they've made shooters. Yeah. And then they've assisted with the Gears of War games, Fortnite, and Infinity. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Cliffy B was with them before he left uh, Epic. Subasa. 
Welcome Captain. to Necromunda. Captain. I can see you're new here. Let me get you up to Man, that speed. focus entertainment's fucking everywhere now. Apparently Warhammer is just going to make 700 games a year now. They have been for years. And do we ever it's crazy how many fucking War Warhammer uh, fucking games there are. Says they could shoot the tail off a lash work and they splash you in the faces for saying they could but when their armor, blood, skin, know. and will are of yeah, iron, sure. that's a potent combat. Why would someone like you want to know about an all-female gang? Oh, it keeps having like factions, so it might not. Killers, I don't know if it's a urban type and... game. Oh, makes sense. Shooters respond. An Escher will yeah. cut you up just for the fun of it. Goliaths are big. That's it. Anything smaller than them doesn't deserve to live. And they're just as happy filling you with lead as they are smashing you to pieces with a power mole. Now, mixing that whole pot together in a place like this, you can imagine what happens. Chaos. Gang warfare. For wealth. For power. Hell, sometimes just for fun. So, think you're ready? Yes. Yeah, so yeah, three Warhammer games there right now. There's more. They release them like every like two months. Além de realidades virtuais extremamente fidedignas e realistas, eu acho que também se encontra em formas mais expressivas e absurdas, quebrando cada vez mais esses paradigmas de formato de videogame que a gente tem e sendo usado mais do que nunca como uma ferramenta de expressão artística. I envision the future of gaming to be quite bright and quite online. Yeah. The next generation of yep. console will clearly allow AAA and indie developers to build more creative-driven games that I hope will cover more diverse subjects. I want to play all kinds of stories about people and places, both real and imagined. I want comedy games. I want autobiographical games. I really want to see what people can do with the medium. Para o futuro dos games, eu vejo uma evolução obviamente gráfica, mas eu vejo ainda mais evolução na inteligência artificial e na maneira com a qual a gente interage com os games tudo em busca de experiências mais imersivas. Yeah. You know, one of the things I love about Opening Night is that we can show you the biggest games in the industry and also smaller titles that should be on your radar. So pay attention to this next game. It comes from a team of two in Sweden, Tuxedo Labs. Over the past three years, developer Dennis Gustafsson has built his own game engine to realize his vision cool. for a fully Cube destructible world. game world. What he's building has absolutely Cub blown world. me away. So I asked Dennis to prepare a special trailer just for tonight. I hope you're equally inspired by the ideas in this next game. Definitely one to watch. Teardown. I feel like when he said teardown, he just activated like a CIA sleeper cell on accident. <laughs> so you guys one. watching this is like, I gotta kill somebody. It's weird because it's like it's voxel based, but it's like smaller voxels, so like. It allows for some neat scenery, yeah. Yeah, it looks decent. And it looks like it has ray tracing. I'm kind of, kind of digging the, the, 
visuals. It for looks this. neat. Yeah. Sadly, it's probably one of the more neat looking games I've seen so far. <laughs> Agreed. This is honestly the the effects and physics are the most Heist. impressive thing. Yeah. This is interesting. Mm -hmm. The fire, though, that's so realistic when thrown up against these voxels. It's definitely very trace. You can tell by just all the, all the lighting effects traveling through stuff, like the, the fog in the air and shit. It's interesting looking. I'll definitely keep an eye on that one. Last year mm. at opening night live, mm. we announced Little Nightmares 2 to the world. Dude, don't make well, the grow team next at Tarsier Studios <laughs> hasn't shown anything since, These but that changes minions. right now. These Here is a first look at the gameplay of Little Nightmares 2, which is coming next February. They were Little Nightmares, and they got fucking medium-sized nightmares. Gamescom, including a live demo on Gamescom Studio tomorrow. Tomorrow. It's one of them anime games, huh? It's the anime. Nice. All right, thank you. Damn him, baby nightmare. Assuming so, yeah. I've never played the first one. Yeah, bye. And I won't be. <laughs> it's a 2D platformer. Yeah. The Lost Man platformer. Say, I want to play Ori. You did play Ori. Yeah. And then it got very platformy and I stopped playing. Very platform. Not the slender man. It's his cousin Slim Man. I will say it is very visually neat. It's looking cool looking, yeah. yeah. Um, A lot of cool effects going on there. February 2021. Holy shit. Ain't that far away. This, I'm like, WWE Hall of Famer one. Jerry the King Lawler. He's alive? I'm reuniting with my old buddy <laughs> to bring you all the There's over two the people I thought were dead. Fucking Shonen is so far. That's weird. Except for that guy barely looks different. Yeah, he looks like he's like <laughs> 50. Something. This arcade style video game is over the top outrageous. With I don't like the proportions. WWE superstars and legends brawling it out like never before. They all thick. Well, it's just like, like they slightly increased the size of their heads, but only slightly. 
Oh, I'll say all their bodies are chunk, man. You know, I'm a little more old school than Morrow, so I can't wait to see these WWE yeah. legends it's like a these kids a thing off-brand doll. You know what? Here's a closer look at the insane You were just having issues right it's now. It's a great evening for WWE action. Oh, wow. Take that, Morrow. Man, it's so good to see the Bella Twins at their best. Now, let's keep this party rolling with another matchup. Oh, look out, Morrow. The Undertaker has risen, and Finn Balor is about to be taken for his last ride. What a move! Finish him! Oh no! He just hit the snooze button! How do you lose like that? What's the matter with you legends? This is just an example of the pandemonium that you're going to experience when you head to the battlegrounds. Pandemonium. Oh, I can't believe my eyes! Seth I do, I do like the, the uh... What a night! What a night! As this is that arcade nature of it. Pre-order WWE 2K Battlegrounds today! Again, interesting to see games that kind of like harken back to like 32-64-bit era style gaming. Mm -hmm. Hello again. I have even more awards to announce, so let's get right down to it. The winner of Best Action Adventure Game is Watch Dogs Legion. The city needs a resistance. It, it won you. What do you an award versus who, by who, the game's not out. The but first I, one was not out either. But it's the IGN. The first one. Because the, the Lemmers 2 was the first winner. Oh, I didn't see that. So they're doing like, it, it seems like they're giving awards to games that aren't even out yet. They're, they're doing IGN awards. Oh, IGN's doing something I don't respect. That makes sense. <laughs> the winner of best multiplayer game is Operation Tango. Operation Tango. It takes two to save the world. Aha. Mm-hmm. What a waste of my time. I used to be an explorer. The winner Same. of the best indie game is Curious Expedition 2. I am curious about that one. I like the visual style. Tell the game, yeah. Oh, Call it cool. Curious Exploration. It you get curious about it. To learn my name. Congratulations to all the winners. As I mentioned, Why? IGN will be here for all of Gamescom with great shows and new ways for you to get all your gaming news. Check it out. No. Gamescom 2020 is the heart of gaming, and you can keep to the beat right here on IGN. We've turned no. the single biggest show in gaming into five. Gamescom Now is your virtual show floor with up to the second live coverage. Gamescom Daily Show, Gamescom's first ever late night talk show. Our Gamescom Awesome Indie Show, the freshest deep cuts in indie gaming. And finally, the Gamescom Best of Show. Gamescom Show, show, the showing Gamescom the show, Award. the showing shows. Gamescom 2020 is available on IGN and wherever you stream Gamescom Now. And now it is time Jeff, to talk to about to that again. best action game winner, Star Wars Squadrons. This is a new immersive space combat game from Motive Studios that delivers the ultimate Star Wars pilot fantasy. 
We've missed those. In squadrons, I think our warning in Discord was uh, pretty accurate. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Shout out battles, to the person in the Discord part of this community who uh, made a pretty Wars bold claim that I think was pretty accurate. Pretty accurate yeah. Today, we'll yep. get a glimpse of what yep. Squadron's story has to offer by taking a brief look at one of the single-player missions featuring some light narration. Shout out to my boy Jeff, Let's though, for putting all his energy into this. To everything he does. Yeah. Because he's really selling this, but the stuff they're showing is just... Or dark. Whatever. Especially that space wizard. <laughs> she is, too. Think you killed me? Fuck that. I fly through space now. If I put my hand out like this, I follow my hand. It was their bravery that ended Palpatine's reign and brought about our new republic. That nerd. The Empire lives on, shattered though it may be. As I speak, Imperial forces are edging toward the Bormia sector, hoping to end our new Republic before we find our footing. As their Empire collapses, pretty stoked to play though. Are you? But the galaxy yeah. is changing, and you can be a part like ship of it. combat. With mm. the help of brave and daring pilots, this war can end. But you could play Microsoft Flight Simulator. I did play it. <laughs> It was horrifying. Because <laughs> it's not like <laughs> flying around, pull back, fly up, fly down. It's like small adjustments, turn this on, turn that off, fucking make sure you balance that correctly, make sure you get the right coordinates. Don't push the button. That game is fucking gorgeous though. Gladly, it's, it's like 7,000 gigs, isn't it? Beautiful. Way more than that. Way more. It's like terabytes. It's, I forgot the actual number of it. There's a mode you can install and play and then there's like the ultimate mode where it's streaming information from the servers. It also has a version where you can have live uh, weather. So the weather's actually happening in real life. Like when I flew from SeaTac, it was like nighttime like this. It was really neat because you look around and vehicles driving and stuff on you're Star taking off, you can see like all Seattle and shows like this is fucking weird. It's crazy. Then there's these dorks on Twitter Behind who are calling lies, uh, when, where, defensives. all of Twitter. <laughs> there's all these people on Twitter when who fucking call area, people who like uh, flight sim, flight simmers. So like the flight simmers, I'm like, the game just came out. You motherfuckers, I don't call anyone a flight simmer before this. Real quick to be like, the flight simmers. I must. I must make a name for them. I must carry right them. Yeah, because some guy was like, Heh, all you guys got is fucking Flight Simulator to be excited for. And someone else was like, hey, who the fuck's playing Flight Simulator? I'm like, a bunch of people? Since the beginning of your time, yeah. Ima imagine having a passion for something and someone gives enough, a sh gives enough shits to fucking make something to... Romanticize that passion. That's giving it way too much credit. That's the imagine making something that people enjoy playing. Who else is making these games? I'm just saying, fucking imagine making something fun that people want to play. That's good enough for me. I would like to imagine that, but I've been sitting here a long time. Not if you don't watch Gamma on will push the war to the brink and define the galaxy for years to come. I look forward to seeing you in combat October oh, I 2nd. Play Ace combat now. Pilots wanted.
That is not all EA has to share from a galaxy far, far oh, away today oh, at Star Wars Galaxy. Sure I wonder how many microtransactions it's going to cost you to play that game. Or extra expansion packs for the Sims. On a run yeah. To Smuggler's Cove. Six. This incredible adventure at Disneyland Resort and Walt Disney World Resort that inspired the Sims' latest yeah, game. Yeah, he just say on the like, make it a, make it a, he, he thinks he's fucking got us. You underestimate, underestimate my power. Jesus Christ, what is this? Is this Sims? Mm -hmm. Yep. I, yeah. fucking, I fucking knew it. I, I thought that was something else for a second. <laughs> She's like, oh, wow. I think she thinks so, too. That's my weekend right there. See? Well, you can't come to Disneyland right now, but you sure as fuck can think about it. I've been there. Why, Genie? Got a fucking pink R2D2. Shoe Paza. Shoe Paza. I've been there too. Weird. Now everyone did you drink there. the blue milk? No, that's outside. But in the bar, I did have a couple different drinks. It is really sad though. They put you at a two drink limit. Then of course you can go across to California Adventure and drink as much as you want. So this is fucking stupid. I mean, that's kind of... See, that's a little more interesting. But just going to Disneyland, he gives a shit. That's dangerous. Put that down. You have guests. You want them to leave the way they came. Even more Star Wars to come later in the Chris show. Chris got a face Lego on him Star like I could be playing Dream Daddy right now. Saga is up, and as we move into our second hour, we've got Fall Guys second Season hour? 2 still to come. Man, I got planned, that, which I can't wait for you guys to see. And, of course, a gameplay demo of Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart for PlayStation 5. But right now, you might remember this next game from Annapurna Interactive from last year's Microsoft nope. E3 event. And today, I'm excited to share a new announcement from the team. This interactive thriller about a man stuck in a time loop is one of this year's most intriguing indie titles, and now they've added an absolutely all-star cast to the game. Here's a whole new look at 12 Minutes. Was this one cool looking? I'm pretty sure. This is like the top-down room thing, All right. maybe? Close your eyes. No. I want you to think of a flower. I remember oh, so yes, far. Yeah. Contours, I knew curves. it. Now I want you to imagine it changing. This one looks really cool. Moving backward, returning to its bud. Think of that bud, unopened. Look at it as a whole. Then silently I love how much work to put into the animations in a game that May you're watching you from above. From suffering. For sure. It's really May neat. Be free from fear. May you know peace and joy. Hmm. Willem Dafoe. Groundhog's Day. Pretty cool. I'm pretty into it. 
it's going to be a really he special indie game. So glad to announce he that. Looks he looks smug as fuck. Uh, now, last year at the Game Awards, we announced Godfall, a new looter shooter like coming to PlayStation like 5 and PC like Counterplay. Tonight, we've got a quick sneak peek a of one of the new shooter. Valor plates with more footage yeah. coming as part of Gamescom 2020. shooting. Look. It's a genre. What's shooting? Launching objects through propulsion? Couldn't you say the, the hand is the propulsion of the sword going through somebody? Shooting? Oh, that person's shooting. Some sense. Was that it? Yeah, oh, yeah. That was quick. Oh, yeah. Chris, don't we ask have questions. Much more just enjoy. To come Did I just stroke out? Wars, the I feel like saga, that three different times now. Fall Guys Season 2. Fall Guys. You see what the Mediatonic guys are up to and so much more. But first, I'm sure you saw that earlier this week, Heart of Deimos, Warframe's newest uh, expansion, was released on PC, yes. Xbox, mm -hmm. and PS4. And today, it's also on Switch, all platforms. Here's a look. I, you forgot, the I forgot it's on Switch. It's on everything, man. It's crazy. That's good. Explore. Tear the veil asunder. Subvert new territory to our sovereign will. But that was what it wanted, too. It raged unchecked through metal bone. What the fuck is that? Gold baby. Life. We are infested with it. What? Oopsters? <laughs> now God damn. the gateway. I'm so far behind in this, like, I can't even really comment on too much. Look at all the stuff. Half the new frame. Yeah, makes no sense to me anymore. They're slicing, they're shooting. The gold Davian. Have you tried turning it off and on again? But before we fall. Yeah, that's the new Warframe that uses the power of the void. There is one. Will hear the heart of Yeah. Like the new mom or some shit. Back to so streamers. many people have been discovering or rediscovering video games during lockdown, whether it be you know older people, it reminds or me of boring stuff, usually uh, Facebook gaming, but it's usually like. Something that's supposed to be like inspirational or for like disabled gamers and, and stuff, and actually has like more some, some video purpose. This is just people who make money off ever. playing video games and getting another chance to advertise result, themselves. More important than yep. ever that we keep making different, interesting things for folks. Yeah, to play. so boring. A pandemia pela qual a gente está passando tem sido um período difícil a todos. Então, gamers. nesse momento, eu acho que a gente precisa lembrar de mostrar mais empatia, demonstrar mais amor mais carinho e saber que a gente vai sair dessa juntos vai ser difícil mas isso tudo vai passar I hope everybody gets healthy and safely through this coronavirus time 
care about other people and wear your masks. Jogos são, na minha opinião pessoal, a forma de arte mais incrível. Like, you know, I really wish people just wouldn't murder people because murder is bad. Okay, thanks. I'm glad. I'm glad we got that. Contributed so much. Yeah, we all learned a lot from you. How many more of those do they have? Two? Hopefully none. I hope that's over. I'm thinking two. I hope we never see those people ever again. But think of the streamers. I never do. They're never on my radar. This seems like, so far it looks like a children's TV show. This is an updated version of that rapping minigame of Jackbox. That'd be cool. Oh my god. <laughs> That'd be cool. I'd be, a fucking hype level for me would be high. This is a switch game. Oh. Oh. Do a fist fight with a gun. Also generic looking. They made a second one of that? Where'd they get the money? I don't even remember the first one. The crossover. I feel like they made a deal with the Mafia to, to get that game made. Everything. Like, I feel like someone's kid is being held somewhere till they All right, make guys, money back. we're back officially into hour two. We've got an hour more of great stuff to show you. Wow. Oh, two beyond more the stages. hour. We're going to see a brand new Jesus. look at that. Fall Guys Season 2 and Ratchet and Clank for PlayStation 5. He's really trying to keep so us here for an hour by fucking talking about those two Open things over Night Live continues and it just is the start of Gamescom 2020. But right now on September 25th, Mafia Definitive Edition launches a comprehensive built from the ground up remake of the original Mafia. Tonight we've got the exclusive debut of the next trailer called A Life of Reward Too Big to Ignore, which deals with Tommy's induction into the Salieri crime family. Check this out. All these guys in this room, they're here because they have the only these thing that matters guys. to me. The only thing the that should matter to any of us. You know what that is, Tommy? They're loyal. That's right. One day you're busting your back, doing an honest day's work in a city that's been trying to scrape you off its heels since the day you stepped off the boat. So this is a re ground up. What I've read so far is it feels like a brand new Mafia game. Teach these boys a lesson. Except for it's the first game story. Break every bone in their bodies. You want me to become one of those Wall Street boys? Don't sass me, Tommy. Is that Fauci? I'm trying to teach yeah. you the ropes. So you just don't like caught not wearing mask a mask again. Now you stay straight with me. Keep catching me. You're going to live in the high lifetime. 
you abuse my trust. Don Salieri. You won't ever need to worry about me. I'm stoked because uh, okay, then. the first game came out so much long. Welcome to the family. It came out so far long ago before Mafia 2 came out that they don't really feel like the same games. So they just have to do with Mafia shit, which is fine because the sequel was like, oh, we're going to make like a really good game now. But then Next, 3 came out. It feels like 2, but not as good. So to kind of catch up the first game to the gameplay that we're kind of used to of what Mafia is, I think it's smart. Because Mafia 2 is fantastic. It's just had no replay value. And Mafia 3 had no play value after three hours. Played good, though. I enjoyed playing it. You do the same shit over and over again. Oh, it's that weird turn-based fucking shooter. Yeah. Yeah. I have a feeling it's a like it, it sounds like a neat concept. I feel like they probably won't nail it. to experience memorable moments and non-stop action from all nine Star Wars films in Lego Star Wars The Skywalker <laughs> Saga. The entire series has been reimagined with new fun-filled Lego humor, and now we've got your first look at the gameplay trailer. Didn't they make this game 20 years ago? Thought so. I want to learn the ways of the Force become a Jedi like my father. I want to learn the ways of the Force. Hey, it's, it's me, fucking Luke Skywalker. The Force is unusually strong with him. <laughs> that much is clear. <laughs> Don't make me Great use the fucking Force. The dark side. Young Skywalker has become. Who's this broad? Now we're moving into fan fiction territory, huh? I bet their choreography in that scene was better than the fucking movie. Probably. It's amazing that there's a Star Wars movie out that I just have not seen. I just don't care. What a sad fucking... What a sad world we're living in. Not him! The Falcon! Now punch him again. See my post on Twitter about that dude? Yeah. 
I am a Jedi, like my father before me. So be it, Jedi. Solid plan. So much. So I feel so annoyed at Disney right now. Man, Lego Star Wars looks so fun coming to next gen as well. All right, we'll be right back with gen, more huh? world premieres from huge new games like Ratchet and Clank, no, no, Rift Apart, Medal of Honor, Above and Beyond, and Destiny <laughs> 2. But before that, here's a look at a game that is launching tonight on Nintendo Switch and Steam. It's called Struggling from Frontier, a fun physics-based platformer where two players yawning just now. Troy, our fleshy hero. <laughs> just throw that Check on Twitter. Out, like, hey, remember, we, we watched your tonight. Watch your video. <laughs> this is goddamn uh, Hippo. It's a Switch game. So stoked for this. Ah. I saw this, I was like, Whoa. Yeah, 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 yeah. Click the fuck out of this one. Apparently they're adding shit to it too, which is cool. Really? Yeah. Hmm. At least that's what I read. Let's see if they say something. Two new civilizations. Yeah. It's just cool you can take an old game, re-release it, and add content to it. Yeah. The Swedes. The Swedes. Did you hear that? 
what's more proof is needed that the devil walks I'm sadly excited to play this. Just the last one not good though. The last one was awful. The one before that was okay. Like I just think the potential of what they're doing with these games is neat. I like that they're doing an anthology series. Cause until dawn I liked fucking but Man of Medan was fucking... That shit was a joke. That is... some music for some racing. Yeah. Yeah, they're overselling it. I think they're recycling the Age Empire 3 music right now. Yeah, I don't think the track changed. <laughs> I gotta say, the game that I've given the Dude, most hours on. to... I told you. Fuck. To I fucking Creed told Odyssey, you. I have to say, since Origins came out, this new reboot of Assassin's Creed, uh, so to speak, that was my first time getting into it, and I have put almost 400 hours into Assassin's Creed Odyssey. At the moment, I enjoy to play Fall Guys uh, with my friends. It's very funny, easy to learn, but hard to master. I have a few games that I binge play, um, games that I return to every year. Uh, Halo, the entire Master Chief Collection, is really a big one for me where that's concerned. But I also still just casually binge Animal Crossing and I've been doing that basically all year. I haven't put down Animal Crossing since I downloaded it. I find the daily repetitive rhythm so soothing and predictable. Uh, although much like my house, my island is still a complete tip. Up next we have the award for best Microsoft Xbox game. Care, and the winner is Tell Me Why. Congratulations to Don't Not Entertainment. Tell me why. Well, after a big day of Gamescom <laughs> events and announcements, you'll be oh, happy to know that tonight. IGN is going to help you digest all that info oh with God. Gamescom Daily Show, where you can get all the daily I highlights and the late night show from gamers that are for gamers. two-week return. Back to you, is this this? <laughs> but I promise you, you very much, episodes are coming. Uh, by the way, congratulations to Don't We got Plus for, Club uh, coming up. We got really Game of the Month coming up. Chevy's picking the game. Yeah. We don't know what it's going to uh, be. Xbox, Taste of Tuesday, Xbox. I fucking hope. We'll uh, uh, be on Tuesday. And Tasty Cast, normal Tasty Cast. It's going to be fun. We can see how vulnerable we as people can sometimes be. And now I think it's as important time as ever to remember to come together and support one another. We are a global gaming Come community. Together. There are millions of people watching tonight. Right I know now. we're all here because we love you games. Find and we know that games are My brain is just finding ways to stay on. I think mine just is caffeine. I'm about to go get trailers. caffeine. All right, well, one, gay, uh, one, one way as a community we can come together to do some good early. is the Gamescom we'll Forest. Gamescom edit has shit. launched a reforestation <sighs> project by planting another, a Gamescom like, two hours Forest together with the community. Jesus. Gamers worldwide can go to Gamescom.global and donate to plant more trees. So let's plant a forest together. All right, cool. well, now yeah, we're going to move that. on to another game, and this one was announced back in May. Chorus is a dark space combat shooter where players take control of Nara on a quest to destroy the dark cult that created her, featuring rich, ray-traced 4K 60 FPS environments on next-gen hardware. Right Here is the Does first look at gameplay Microsoft. from Chorus. Featuring modern, standard fucking graphics and performance. We promise. You have broken. We promise my modern heart. game for you. We promise to match the standards of what's expected of us in modern times. Yeah. 
So like this should be a ship? Is that what's <laughs> happening? Cool. Is this Everspace 2? Is that what it is? It might be. Everspace 2 is actually pretty cool when I played it. Did you try it one? Mm -hmm. I played the first one, it was like felt generic, I guess, but I played the second one, it felt like it kind of had a little bit more uh I don't know. Identity, so I you, guess. So you are the ship. You're a, a living weapon ship. Yeah, I don't know what this is. I don't think this is ever space. I am not the ship. Yeah, I don't know why you gotta... Why you gotta fucking... Hmm. Do your boy like that. That looks okay. Eh, it looks whatever. Looks fucking generic. I'm sure it's fine. How many crowns have you won? Zero. If one game has None. defined the summer of 2020, it absolutely is Fall Guys from Mediatonic in London and Devolver. This game see, is setting uh, records and putting a much-needed smile uh, on everyone's hmm? face. Fall Guys, right. I think, represents our industry at its guys, absolute CEO best. Of, uh, well, soon the Fall Guys experience will evolve with Season 2. There's a no, lot of new stuff coming he, uh, in tonight. A daily Mediatonic fall, is about to give you an exclusive to sneak peek he gets a crown that day or not. what's next. Get <laughs> ready. I think the it's internet like, why is, a is about to Sony? freak out. So, like, Here it is. Fall guys, pushing the team so much. Hey, I'm Joe. I'm the lead game designer on Fall Guys Ultimate Knockout, and I just want to reach out and say thank you to everyone who's been playing and enjoying the game so far. As a team, we've been looking at all the fan arts, the memes, and the montages that people have been posting online, and the response to the game has really blown us away. Today, we just wanted to give everyone their first sneak peek at the rounds and the costumes that they can be enjoying as part of Fall Guys Season Two. Probably. Season 2, you'll be dressing your full guy as a medieval hero and competing across brand new rounds inspired by epic Keep noticing that you're talking lane. lower than Reverse the fucking everything that's going on, so I'm hoping hope this, or most of you are going to hear you. Game show glory. That's interesting. Aw, oh, yeah. Those are all way better than what the fuck's in the game right now. I like that it's themed. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's like pretty standard for a lot of games with seasons that have a theme, but that this game is its own thing. It's just interesting. I also like that you can move parts of the map. We hope you yeah. enjoyed the sneak peek of Fall Guys Season 2. We're still adding the finishing touches to development, but if you want to that stay on with his parents. Fall Guys game on Twitter is where you want to be. So you on the start line. Well, they're set for life. Yeah, he's still living with them. Why not? Pretty like, right. hey, hey, now that you've made a huge successful game and you've made millions, are you gonna move out? He's like, no. Has Colorado in the palm of his hand, and he's afraid to close his fist. I am not. Oh, the fuck this is. Oh, XCOM. Yeah, it looks like XCOM. It is. It's XCOM. Even if they call it something else, it's XCOM. <laughs> Liberty's got more brains so never hit me. than both her brothers put together. 
she's the only one who could actually run Colorado. She's already tried. Except for uh, Gears Tactics. That game's fucking sick. Vic's a depraved child, and Val's a brain without a spine. The years my Looks father like wasted grooming them for glory when I was right there. The lady's very angry. Arizona Rangers, and I'll pretend none of this happened. Stay and die alone. That's Wasteland 3? I thought Wasteland looked different than that. That looked like really cartoony. And in you appreciate Fortnite with worse graphics. Couldn't be higher. Com certeza, jogos multiplayer preenchem social. I'm gonna do a first for for a show ever. I'm gonna actually get up and leave real quick. You wanna get me a soda? Because fuck these guys. This is happening. You get to travel all over the world in games, which is something I've always taken for granted. And the moment I'm playing Ghost of Tsushima, and is that cutting out for you too? Yep. Okay, good. Yep. Just making sure it's not on our end. That's yep. Yep. I'm sure they're saying very interesting things that we're missing out and on. And it's just fun oh, yeah, so uh, intriguing. for me to, to have the time to play with friends or even with my family uh, to have a lot of fun. I've been mostly at home with small children and gaming is the only thing that I get to do for myself anymore. I find it's not only an escape, it's also a way to challenge my brain. Gaming is becoming clearly more important for a lot of people. Oh, I didn't miss anything. You know, play is a natural <laughs> damn thing. And from I mean, you missed an audio. To the last of us part two or, yeah. uh, or so it's the yes. video again. Yes. It's definitely Shout to Caffeine, keep me alive during these times. Yes. For the rest of my life. Hey everyone. What's up? I'm Vincent Bell, you head of Respawn Entertainment. When we set out to create a sticker high. on your hat. We knew we I hate that shit. Take that sticker off. Hey, hey. The Medal of Honor franchise is known Actually, for its powerful and exciting single-player stories that put the player in the boots of a soldier. I agree, Chris. It's a series that is grounded in history, which tells emotionally authentic stories. No appreciation. Peter Hirschman, who directed the original Medal of Honor in 1999, is back at the helm of this project. You'll hear more from him in just a bit. That's crazy. Peter and I actually worked together on Medal of Honor Allied yep. Assault in 2002. So and I'm really happy right That's what I was talking to Chevy earlier about. Is it's funny. Vince Zampella worked for EA, made Allied Assault II, back like in the day, left made Infinity Ward, <laughs> made Call of Duty, of the left and survivors of the war. Uh, Infinity the Ward, made Respawn, and now through Respawn under EA, is making Medal of Honor. Like he went full fucking circles crazy. And Titanfall, and Apex. Let's take a yeah. look. The dude's repertoire Vince is Vince Ampel's a fucking crazy. legend. It's just funny that he's making fucking... Little Bono over here. This is a VR game though, I'm fucking so stoked. I know this is the first time some of you will see combat. And it's a World War II game? I know you're scared. Well, everyone else couldn't do and it. And it's AAA. With all, of you. all these World War games came out and everyone I'm fucked them up. Too. Because people were making modern fucking shooters with a World War II skin on them. Welcome they weren't France, like gentlemen. they weren't into it. I lead the local resistance cell. Something big is happening inside Kistapo headquarters, and we don't know what it is. 
We're gonna have to improvise here. Members of the Resistance are perhaps the bravest people fighting in this war. But you really should stop. There is no future in it. Gonna shove this grenade up a pipe. <laughs> when the bank won't give you your deposit. <laughs> so it's very neat to see, like, uh, I have not heard the Metal right, of Honor fucking we'll get you there. music in a long time. That's weird. Uh, need to see a, a full-fledged VR game. Floating arms! There's actually, like, like a handful of games out now. That's actually the worst thing I'm seeing here. Everything else looks great, but it's weird that they went with just cutting the arm off. A lot of games will make the arm fade away, or it's just yeah. the hands floating, but that's like half the sleeve of a World War II outfit, and just cuts off like it's fucking... Like they just cut the model off, it's weird looking. Somehow this motley crew I'm stoked. Saving civilization. I think that size is obviously for a much smaller audience, but... It's fine, it's for me. Trevor just says Oculus. What's up with that? I'm sure they just partnered with them. Oh, I don't think any VR games are stuck on Thank one headset. So much, Vince, they were when they first came out. There's a weird DRM on fucking Oculus. They got rid of it. Game director hmm. on Medal of Honor above and now Facebook is changing the name of everything Oculus to like Peter, Facebook something. Really yep. And you yep. have to you have to have a Facebook account to fucking use Oculus. It's garbage. It's fucking disgusting. Like uh, and now Mixer's Facebook gaming. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're just kind of making up, you know. Which makes sense, but the whole restricting people to having to have a Facebook account to fucking use uh, their hardware—they want to see what you're playing. It, it's just—it's—it's it's stupid, and I'm glad I fucking bought a five. I made the right decision because the better headset, and it's fucking not being restricted by bullshit. Yeah. Most immersive combat experience I've ever been able to work on, and the story follows you as a player being recruited into. The Office of Strategic Services, um, commonly known as the OSS, uh, and their mission was sabotage, espionage, search and rescue. Sabotage. Between, uh, you name it, they did it. Um, All I can think of is the Venture Brothers and the OSI. Mm. Um, but during World War II. With Brock. Uh, sent operatives all, all Brock Simpson. Participate in events that really helped shape the outcome of the war. One of the things I love about the trailer is you can tell there's a lot of interactivity in the environment, emergent gameplay. You, you got the piano. Shoving grenades in, there. in holes. Tell us a bit about um, mm -hmm. how you're using that to, to tell the story. It seems like it's all kind of through a first person perspective, but there are some story sequences. How do you tell the story? Oh, well, we shot, we shot over 120 pages or div. Um, you know, which is more than some feature films. Uh, we had a, a huge international cast of phenomenal. You could tweak actors. just a couple things to that uh, guy, and he'd be a dwarf from like Lord of the Rings. <laughs> a, a classic three, three act structure. <laughs> like if you like shortened him up a bit and just add some gold like yeah. tassels to his beard. Yep. I was thinking like some kind of accessories, metallic things going on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then the third act is some earrings or something. Take off his glasses and get him an axe, and you're done. 
jet and make him sound a little hardier oh um, so you get to go I wonder if that guy knows his potential. Journey, you know, story. Um, <laughs> Sits at home sometimes, look at the mirror going, I could be a dwarf if I really push myself. I could have been Gimli. It could have been me. But now I just work for EA. It's EA's fault I didn't reach my potential. I apologize anybody watching this going like, yeah, I ain't listening. I'm already sold on it emotional connection with the characters and the things going on around you uh it, it was a, an incredible you know. way to, to shoot um one of our animators stood in for the the player throughout uh throughout the three weeks that we were on stage um and all the actors are, are always reacting and talking to you directly and in vr it's such a, a powerful thing it's all about building that and they must have had a real rough time with this stream seems like it because we're watching we originally were looking up um the, the video like the fucking all, all the like on ign GameSpot and game awards they all had their you know upload versions of the stream and they all had different problems and one of them was like seven hours one of them was five hours and one was three hours like and this was like the cleanest and best running one we could find and this one still has issues so yeah they definitely were having issues with this shit when they, yeah. when they did it but i hear you might all be doing mp too Oh, well, yeah, I mean, the thing about VR is that, uh, you know, I've spent so much... The I mean, thing about VR is, like, a VR headset and the lighthouses that you use to track the motion, there's plenty of room in the minds of Moria to really get in there and play these games in VR. The only thing that's really an issue is when a Balrog comes in and trips over the cords, because you you don't see him coming. You just duck, and how you lean in VR, you just lean, and so... The ability to lean around a corner, just kind of peek around the corner and see where the bad guy is, is just, it, it heightens the tension so much. It makes it, it makes it feel all the more real. And when you put that into a multiplayer experience, it, it just raises it to a whole nother oh, dude, VR level. So we are versus shipping, in addition to the campaign, we are shipping a whole a, different, a full suite of VR and, and uh, someone needs to make it, they, they got to find a standard that, really that's playable, about, but. Uh, People it's so those, weird to be able to like uh, lay on the ground you know, uh, and like out. peek around a corner well, and shit. You can really dumb shit. Just like real life. Yeah. Because in real life, you have the risk of actually dying if you do some weird goofy shit. Whereas in this, I'm like, I'm an experiment with like laying on the floor and hold my gun around the corner and fucking shoot until I hit somebody. To bring it to players, we've been working on it a long time. Like like you mentioned, it's a passion project for for Vince and I and everyone at Respawn. Um, it's it's uh, it's a wonderful full circle. I'm glad they're doing uh, World War Two. Because Medal of Honor on those original tried to do the Modern Warfare thing in like two different iterations, and, and even and, though they were uh, like serviceable, assault, and now they, they, had, they had no fucking identity. Tier one, baby. Exactly. Just put some sunglasses on a dude awesome. and Thank grow a beard so and fucking Peter. tier one, baby. Chris is tier one right now. Tonight. Tonight. Or 17 hours ago. The world was broken. That world! By the magic, the vow keepers said they would protect us from. Spellstorms still rage across the ruins of the Hollow Lands. This is proof, they said. It isn't safe. It can't be. The streamers are coming back soon. Magic. You got I, one more? I, I put Pretty my, Chevy. I, no, I said two. There was two. <laughs> Oh, wow. Is this that magic PvP game? 
Cool, they're gonna eat a fireball, so... Looks, yes. Looks like a magic something game. But I am a battle mage. So they all killed each other. Hopefully you guys are tanks, because you guys are all getting fucking hit. Game over. And now I fight. To this has the same frames per second as Pokemon, the anime. <laughs> In the same song too. <laughs> For real, I should have said this anime music. Yeah, what the fuck is this music? This is Dynasty Warriors. I really want the, some Japanese vocalizations right now. Just come on. These guys are all going in to fight the Yellow Turban Rebellion. <laughs> all the generals in. Got to take back this province. Watch out, it's Lubu! Run away! The gameplay itself, like, actually looks fast-paced, which is kind of neat. But... They literally should have clipped that totally, completely different intro, and the beginning of this fucking cinematic shit, and just showed the gameplay. Even started with that music where you're playing, don't even have an intro, it's fucking bam, 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 show them jumping around shooting shit, be like, eh, okay. Spellbreak. So. Uh, Anybody hyped? Well, no. This is. <laughs> this is one of those. That's a good answer. Well, no. This is one of those games they're just making for. Uh, for esports. Yep. <laughs> Are you excited? Well, no. Well, no. You're fucking... Hold on a second. Hello. Let's not say things like that. Take a step back now. Come on. I never... I not ever say that. Microsoft. No man's fighting Yakuza. Oh, it's Game Pass. That's Xbox. Game Pass is Xbox. Pretty much. You say that to people who are like huge Xbox fans, which God bless you. Um, and they get angry. And then you talk about it further and they're like, yeah, Game Pass is awesome. Fucking, it's smarter than doing. I'm like, okay. Sure. Okay. So when I fucking said the first thing you got pissed about, why are you owning it now? <laughs> <laughs> what do you, what do you, what do you fucking want? Awesome. I'm just discussing this shit. I got no calls with Game Pass. Exactly. I fucking, I it's love good. Game Pass. It's good. It's great. You, just, you can't talk to people who are super into this shit about anything. Unless you go, it's the best thing ever. There's no gray areas. They make all the gray areas. They're like, that's not true. Game Pass is amazing. Yeah, it's good. Uh, well, yeah, because Microsoft owns Windows. And Windows is on fucking everything. Yeah, legally and illegally. They still own everything. They're on everything. Everything's a Microsoft <laughs> console. Uh... So are we talking about Xbox still? You're just a big fan of Microsoft as a company. I don't. What the fuck are we talking about? You're not allowed to have, have opinions online, anyways. You're not I'll allowed to you. have opinions about Xbox and Microsoft unless it's 100% positive. How dare you criticize something? Blasphemer! I'm over here going like, hey, fucking PS4 
uh, didn't have name changing for a long time, inexcusable. And when they did, when they did introduce it, so it was kind of garbage. And people are also like, yeah, kind of. Tonight's games are yeah, in it, it as is well. garbage. No one's uh, like, every well, year fucking Sony we like to sells cameras better than most other fucking companies. Germany. And tonight okay. we have a special announcement about one of the most legendary German games of all time, created Speaking by German. Factor Five. Enjoy. Factor 5 was so far ahead of the curve, and each of their games pushed game technology as far as possible. I'd say they're one of the greatest indie developers of all time. What is this? I don't even know what this is. The original Earth Defense Force. <laughs> EDF. Come back this weekend for Game of the Month. We'll be discussing EDF, Earth Defense Force 5. This was the first game that allowed me to completely fulfill my musical vision. It defined my career, and the fans have been there ever since. I thought that was Giorgio Moroder for a second. To this day, it's one of the synths and fucking accents. Welcome back. What? This is really building up something that I don't feel like anyone here is going to appreciate. I feel like somebody ten years older than us is like, All right! <laughs> We just missed it, like, just by a little bit. In June, Bungie revealed a new era of Destiny 2 that starts on November 10th with Beyond Light. For the first time ever, Guardians will add a new elemental power to their man, arsenal, I, dark power Every time stasis. I play this game, I'm with like, man, this game feels really good. And then I play it for like a week or two, and then dominate the I'm gone. Here's and then every time I come back, I have to relearn what the hell I was doing. Yep, yep, every time. It's one of those games for sure. The floodgates are open. The darkness is here. As you step away from the light. You see, this is cool. <laughs> we need only look inward. Focus your power. Let it grow. Our fight is far from over. I'm so thrilled that Bungie was able to like keep all this stuff when they left. Bungie did the end result is what you would hope for, and Bungie did what they should have. Mm. Yeah, like they're they're doing exactly what I was hoping they would do with Destiny. I'm glad they abandoned Destiny Three and went. You keep making these fucking like pseudo MMOs. Why don't we just actually treat it like a fucking MMO? Yeah, because that's what people are playing for anyway. No one played and beat Destiny 2 and went, oh, I'm ready for Let Destiny 3. Come. They're like, where's the where's the next content? So we get a stick, a scythe, and a fist. They're all frosty. Yep, yep. I 
Phantom Facts. Hmm. I'm sure I'm gonna end up picking it up eventually. Yeah, me too. I still have to pay the last one. Me too. <laughs> oh my you god. That's game of the month. I thought I had crossed my mind. Game. So, without further ado, the winner is Cyberpunk 2077. Congratulations. Man, Cyberpunk 2077's already won awards. Look at this shit. Than the ones I announced tonight. So check out From the Gamescom user voting, where you can vote for your favorite streamer, Cyberpunk's gonna win something. And best of Gamescom. The winners will be revealed at Gamescom Best of Show, along with cool cosplayers, esports, and more. So tune in on Sunday, August 30th at Did 8 p.m. Did you know Central European time if you made an HD remaster where we give gamers the stage. and you added some That's features to make up for features that you had to take out from a game that your game gets a 3 out of 10? Wait, what? I was yawning. What happened? talking about Crystal Thank you very much, dude. Sydney, it's great to have you on the show. They were way too harsh on that. The guy that did that review fucking responded to me. What will the next generation of gaming feel like? And he was very nice. So I was like, cool, you're lucky. If you were even slightly a dick, I would have fucking had something to say to you. I just liked his comment. I'm like, okay, cool. He's like, I hope you enjoy it. And then I read somewhere else. He's like, you know, this review does not give me any pleasure. He's like, I know a lot of people hold this game you know, near and dear to their heart. He's like, I'm not happy about this. On brand new hardware. I'm like, oh, you're just well, the unsung hero, huh? You to if you see <laughs> Had to do what was hard and didn't want to do it. Demo of live PlayStation 5 and here I am going, that game's like fucking 25 years old, and you're going, it feels dated. Close. It feels dated. Well, guess what? It's fucking dated. Yeah, 17-year-old game, man. It's like if I play a fucking Sega Genesis game, I'm like, oh, this feels dated. Well, guess what? That shit came out a little bit ago. This is the actual gameplay part, right? I think so. Ooh, I'm with the SE. Waited two hours for something exciting here. <laughs> they kept this shit till the end. Look how good it looks. Even the backgrounds are nice. We're back. Hmm. And not far from where we last saw him. We may still have time to put a stop to this. I say this every time a console comes out, but I always get like kind of like, oh, they're doing like, you know, cartoony style games as their first games, but then they're always great representations of how smooth animations and colors can be. Well, I mean, this is for sure. I'm, I'm trying to think of the only other... Well, Knack wasn't a launch title, I don't think, but Knack was early on the PS4, and it was just showing powerful effects. We all played it, we all hated it, but um, but that's, yeah, it was why it existed. Just like when Killzone Shadowfall came out. Yeah. It was just to show off graphics. It was a very basic, straightforward first-person shooter. And then you had the PS2 launch where we got Fanavision, and no one gave a fuck about it. <laughs> Best-looking game on there was DOA 2. Alright, child. 
everything you see will be mine. Say goodbye. God of War is going to look fucking incredible. <laughs> yeah. Someone on Twitter posted a picture of God of War. And they're like, this is God of War on the PS4. And I was looking, I was like, that's a fucking good looking game, man. And then someone came in and like, well, this is too better looking. It's newer. I, I know, I bitched about Twitter fucking, but God of War was fucking incredible. And I'm looking at this and I'm like, that looks great. Yes. God of War is going to look amazing. Yeah, this, like, this looks really good. Yeah. I'm very happy with what I see. <laughs> it's just nice because, like, I mean, this isn't really my style of game, but I'll definitely try it out. But um, it does look like a game that is not going to run on current consoles. There's no fucking way yeah. this game yeah. will run. Yeah. And so it's nice to see something that, like, is truly, like, the next generation. We're just, like... You know, they're, they're all, like, well, anime or whatever, but even, like, the, the random, like, NPCs that are running around, like, running away from the, the, the combat or whatever, they all were also well in the well animated. particle effects everywhere, everything is literally shredding into small things. Yeah. And then also, you have, like, four different types of bullets that were flying everywhere a second ago. Well, and it's funny, too, because I always, Ratchet and Clank is always, like, full of, like, explode, because you're breaking everything for, for currency. And it always was kind of like that anyways, and now it's just like everywhere. Mm. And of course, you know, the reflections on everything. Ray tracing. Also, there's just the seamless changing. It's amazing. Oh. That SSD. Or at least a very large octopus. <coughs> I will never get used to that. Hey, at least we're on the same planet this time. Nefarious is on the other side of that building. That's something too that when we originally saw this, it was like my first thought. Something I was talking about was like. This is just showing off the loading power of the PS5. Big time. And then, yeah. listen to the devs, like, literally say that. They're like, this game could not exist on the prior console. Not for the graphics alone, but because the console wouldn't be able to load this shit yeah. as quickly as they need to have this concept work. Which I think is neat, because it's, it's something that's beyond just the graphics that they're even thinking about. They're going like, now we can think of new ways to experience levels and stuff like that. Now that we have a, a way to be able to load things constantly. Well, with a limitation essentially gone, it's going to allow creativity from a lot of different devs. So. Which is always interesting because there's so many games that, and we've talked about this before on the show, but there's so many things that happen in games because of limitations, which is something I love as someone who's creative as well. Like, I always like trying to work within the confines of something, some kind of restriction, like making maps back in the day and quark and shit. There'd be like a memory limit, and so you had to really get creative in certain ways. But at the same time, once you lift that, now you just have this freedom to do like where the fuck you want it. within the new limitations. Of course, this game's so right. smooth. Mm -hmm. That's all of them. We have to get the Dimensionator away from Nefarious. I'm so glad the series didn't die. 
I was worried for a little bit. <laughs> it was dead for a while. Take that dragon with you. You better fly away. Goddamn road rage. I was pissed. I thought it cut out and we're gonna start watching another trailer. <laughs> I was just saying that situation was kind of ratchet. Who? And people freaked out about that, and I understand it, but it's just crazy. Ratchet and Clank ripped apart, and now I am joined by Marcus Smith and Mike Daly from Insomniac Games. Uh, guys, it was so great to see that uh, long, uninterrupted demo of uh, Ripped Apart, and I have so many questions. Uh, it's amazing to see what you're doing with the power of PS5 and the SSD. Um, let me ask you first, Marcus, what are you able to do with Rift Apart that you haven't been able to do before in a Ratchet game because of the power of PS5? I mean, first and foremost, it's just pure horsepower enables us to fill our worlds with the kind of density and life that we've never been able to do before. It's in a record shop? Uh, more importantly, <laughs> perhaps, though, is the dimensional yeah, like shifting it. that we have going on, which uses the SSD. Just has a really uh, passion for it. Fling the player yeah, but not for a microphone. Planet, uh, <laughs> not for like decorating or fucking showcasing any of that shit in a way that's respectable. Yeah, he just got fucking boxes in the, uh, with we crooked pictures in the, the background. The trailer, so that's that's all yeah. actual gameplay. Mike, I'm curious, like, how does that how does that work as you kind of play through the game? Are there certain moments and levels where you can jump, or how, how do you play through that? Yeah, so in the game, there is dimensional damage spread throughout I the game. I see that PS5 controller behind him. Do you see that? Fix. Mm -hmm. And you can find these weak points in time that you can pull to, to you with your rift tether. It's like being able to lasso a portal. And that enables you to basically like warp across I the Jeff world. Jeff Keighley was in the game for a second. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like you talk about, combat. I'm going to go hang out over here. Wow. Yeah, I got to say, like, when you see that and you imagine the, the jumping from multiple worlds uh, at, 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 you know, at instantaneously almost, and it sounds like there's no load screens throughout the entire game. That's right. We're nah. That's right. Yep. Wow. wow. You're so confident, both of you say it. I like it. Um, now, <laughs> let me ask you about DualSense. That's something that is a big part of I mean, PS5. games now were fucking streaming in really impressive ways. The They'd have one big load time, and then you wouldn't see a load for, bar for the rest of the game. Of right, right. So, I can only imagine so, being able to fucking just eliminate that completely. of weapons just exude a ton of personality. And the DualSense is sort of like, it feels like it was made for ratchet and clank just because the haptics give us a whole new layer for the weapons to express themselves 
So for example, your burst pistol, of course it gives you like a satisfying click or kick with every bullet. But when you throw the shatter bomb, you can actually feel the energy pulsing off the grenade fade away as it gets further apart from you. Basically, the haptics are expressive enough that every weapon feels different and you can tell what you're holding. But of course, the adaptive trigger like takes that to a functional level where in addition to the trigger pull feeling unique, we can actually use that as a super intuitive way to add alternate functions to the weapons. Hmm. So. For example, in the demo, we've got the Enforcer, which is a double-barreled shotgun. You can pull the trigger part of the way down until you hit resistance to fire a single barrel, and then whenever you feel like what? it's the right time, pull it the rest of the Neat. way for a double shot. So you might be swarmed by a bunch of little enemies. You only want to waste one shot That's on them, and then wait a minute dude. for even more to People swarm in before I've finishing them off. Saying but a big guy, you probably want to People just get both barrels fucking to controller, right man. So there's a nice like, intuitive way of no, like, basically raising the skill you have two different fucking presses in one button. Wow. It just yeah. eliminates the need for an alt fire button. It doesn't even eliminate sure They can choose insane, to do that. Like, it's just uh, you know, more functionality. So, like, you already uh, have with, with the PS4 controller Marcus, tell us a bit about swipes this and clicks on that fucking touchpad to add buttons in a way it's not over encumbered. Or it doesn't over encumber the fucking controller. And now they're adding more functionality with triggers, more so than just vibrations. But, like, new ways to play, but also new functionality that can allow you to do more things with one fucking trigger. I mean, it's genius. Even if you've never played a ratchet just like the switch you can get into it i'm not fanboying over sony switch is genius it. too um, for hardcore fans we have a lot of nods you're gonna you're gonna see like a when they're talking about that one game fucking they're gonna be able to lock your trigger uh, when you're gun jams that's fucking way. crazy yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah dimensionality yeah no this this rift tether thing i think looks really exciting and how often like is that something we saw in the demo is that something you're gonna see like frequently in god the game? of war 2 you're gonna fucking be able to go i'm curious like how often you use that technique for a game boy or slowly crush someone's head or instantly so the, smash the it. The tether has yeah. created <laughs> or, or these anomalies all throughout the galaxy. You'll That'd encounter those up. pretty often. <laughs> these are real psychopaths on PS5. Dimensional <laughs> damage you'll encounter that we haven't shown much. Now, being pulled between worlds, that's you that's pull apart way very slowly and let go. Pull it again, oh, real slowly. I was gonna be merciful. for special moments when you really have to. When, when the dimensional damage really tears wide open. Well, I gotta say, it looks incredible. And then at the end, we got another. I want this like stage of, uh, for my room. Female it's very cool. Lumbacks. Yeah, I wish that was my uh, room. I know you guys are confirmed she is playable in parts of the game. Uh, I think everyone wants to know though. Do we have a name for her? Uh, I mean, the world is Bob. more interesting with mysteries, and we're gonna have to keep this one uh, <laughs> for a little longer. <laughs> Did, do we get a number of letters in her name or anything? Do you, never mind. <laughs> Too many smart people on the Quote internet. Fight Club. Okay, you know, crying in right Bob's bosom. Abby, though, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we'll have to wait and see what you guys have in store for us. I got to say, I mean, it looks incredible. The Ratchet games are always so much fun. And as you said, when you think of the power of SSD and the DualSense all coming together, uh, it looks really exciting. Before we go, though, uh, I think everyone around the world wants to know when we're going to get to play this game. Anything you can share with us on where you're at in development when right now? When the PS5 comes out, Jeff. Haha. <laughs> Mike. <laughs> Mike? <laughs> 
So Ratchet and Clank is coming out in the PS5 launch window. So we haven't announced a release, a specific release date yet. So stay tuned. So for this that. year. What kind of window? Is it big window? Oh, all right, that's all we're gonna get. I'm sure. It's a launch <laughs> title. Like ripped apart, coming exactly, to launch yeah. window for PlayStation Five. I it's funny say, how he's trying to get a PS5 leak. Fucking so yeah. launch date. I say it's it's funny to me because like so that used to be so like his thing. Like he'd be in an interview, he'd ask a rapid question real quick that they just respond to, and he'd be like, ah. Well, it's not even his thing. He was just being a good journalist. He's trying to get info. Other people are more reserved about it. Well, just like not even really his, like, he's not a journalist really anymore. He's still, that's still there. I mean, he still is. He's asking them questions and shit. As for us, we'll see you later this year for the Game Awards 2020. Our team is hard at work to build a very special live show for you coming in December. We'll see you then. Live. I think it's fucking over. I think we make over. it. There's still, uh, according to IGN, another hour of them babbling about shit, probably. I'm sure fucking Sydney will be on there giving out awards. All right, let's talk about it. I'm going to mute this while I go through. Um, what did we like? What we didn't like? Uh, was there anything that was exciting? Anything not exciting? And uh, what did you guys think about the the streamer people talking about fucking... Remember when I said two? <laughs> Chris does. I wasn't there for that. Nailed it. Um, <laughs> Ration and Clank was probably one of the highlights for me. Definitely. Um, it was not only just because I'm a, a fan. Um, I'm going to use that term lightly people take that word very very seriously um of of ratchet and clank but um also just the fact that we got to see a ps5 game in action something next gen that actually shows off what next gen's uh capable of in terms of like you know lighting visual effects and and load times and whatnot um being able to hear about what the controller can do also to the game was uh, a nice addition to that segment of the show um nice frame i was leave that there for yeah. a second um i also uh there's a couple other things like that voxel game unfortunately i forgot the name of it now but that was really neat that was Me a too. nice surprise and uh i feel like there's something else there the rest of it was kind of like i like i don't have anything really negative to say it just wasn't super exciting um i mean anybody who sat through this with us knows pretty much if we're trying to be negative right now, you could kind of take, get an aggregate of all the negativity in small doses and probably get a pretty big chunk of negativity. Yeah. Out of the whole thing. It was just more so that it, it definitely had pacing issues. So It, it had pacing issues. It, I think a lot of the fat could have been trimmed. I think you could have completely cut out a lot of the fucking just talking to random people about why they're into gaming and what they think about. Uh, what do you think about people uh, being healthy? Oh, I think they should be healthy. I want them to be safe. Okay, cool. Like, why are you here? <laughs> Who the fuck? Why the fuck is anyone asking you this? Is this enhancing the experience? Fuck no. Um. So yeah, there's a lot of fat that could have been trimmed a lot, but um, but pacing for sure. There's also some technical errors. I won't hold that against them. Yeah. It's all streamed. I think they did a pretty decent job for how big this was. The world's two adapting hour, right now. This was a two-hour event. Well, some people, I would say we've already kind of adapted. I, other people have already nailed presentations at this point mm. in this fucking time of COVID. Um, but 
the amount of like interviews they did and the amount of videos they showed and while streaming this and having all this different stuff, it's, it was a big project mm-hmm. to orchestrate in this kind of way. And I, and I, I think that probably was difficult. So I, I can give them a pass on the technical stuff, but the pacing is something that was pre-planned. I don't think they nailed it. I don't think that's one of the biggest things we always kind of complain about, uh, not just us, but people I generally know and talk to all the time when it comes to these presentations is like, the downtime of people just kind of droning on about things that is not it's, not it's not exciting for most people to hear people talk when you're looking for what's the next what's the next big thing you're going to show me yeah what game are you going to show me that i'm already waiting to see more on that kind of stuff you don't want to stop while someone goes well i had some coffee this morning and i'm feeling pretty perky right now who gives a fuck i'm not um <laughs> like it's just it just doesn't it doesn't matter um and you're just killing the fucking buzz so um anyway uh i'm with you though ratchet and clank looks cool um i'm not a huge fan of the series but you know i am a, a huge fan of tech new games i got a good dose of ps5 technology i got to hear some really cool shit about that controller when i'm you, fucking overhyped you enjoyed the last game enough so. <laughs> sure it was, yeah, it was cool yeah. Yeah, I'm just I'm not gonna call myself a fan because I don't go ratchet and clank. But yeah, I had to stop myself there for a moment. Sure. Like, um, the the voxel game I forgot what it's called as well, but um, I'm sure we'll see more of it later. That game looks cool to me. Yeah. Um, you know it it did look more like a concept than a game right now, but um, it looks <laughs> like it could become something. I kind of got that feeling from you too, Chris, when we we're talking about it because you seemed interested in it, but also like it kind of seemed like you're hoping to see more of what more, that yeah. game was supposed to be game-wise. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel the same. It's funny how it's just your tone. I was like, I know where he's coming from. Um, <laughs> I was like, I agree. Um, Medal of Honor, I'm very excited for. Mm-hmm. Um, very excited for that game. Um, it could be mediocre, but in VR, it kind of allows some leeway of going like, it looked cool, um, which kind of sucks, but VR is still in its infancy, so I'm okay with that. Um, fuck, there's something else I was excited for, and I don't remember. Oh, that uh, that Annapurna top-down 15 hours or 12-hour oh, loop yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, right, for some right. reason, every time I see that game, I'm very intrigued by it. I think it has a really cool artsy style to it. I feel like it's going to tell uh, an interesting story in an interesting way that I haven't really seen in that um, um, visual fidelity, I guess. Um, and yeah... Uh, I'm glad to see that two people I've known of are still alive and well, uh, especially now when things are a lot harder on everybody. Um, I'm hoping they're staying in bubbles and keeping safe. Um, Destiny 2, looking cool. Yeah. Um, Shadowlands, not going to play it, but um, I'm excited for that game to be um, uh, supported and to a point where I'm, I'm hearing people who are excited for it. So that's awesome. Um, squadrons. I don't need to see anything on it anymore. Uh, I'm just going to play it. So every time they show it, I'm like, that's like a fucking 30, $40 multiplayer game. Just release it. Shut up. Um, we were talking about a little bit, but dragon age. Um, I'm curious about it. I can't be hyped for it. Um, I want to be, but I can't. Um, yeah, other than that, you know, there's, there's some stuff that was interesting enough. Crash Bandicoot, Little nightmares, where the fuck that that looked interesting. Um, and yeah, Chris, any, any takeaways? I mean, to be honest, there wasn't a lot that really Damn. grabbed my attention too hard. Um, 
I am I am curious, although I haven't played any any World of Warcraft in a while. I am curious as to where the story is going with Shadowlands because mm-hmm. I do have people who tell me like what happens in the story. Um, but I mean, the only thing that was really like piqued my interest is like, hey, I want to play that is Age of Empires three remaster. Oh yeah, 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 good one. <laughs> I mean, and, and and the Ratchet and Clank stuff is neat, but that's kind of like a gimme because it's you know next gen stuff being shown mm-hmm. to us. Um, I, I enjoyed playing it, but like you guys, I'm, I couldn't say I'm a fan of it. Uh, but overall, I was just pretty blasé about most of this show. Yeah. Which leads me to my next question. Uh, what would you grade it and why? I'm going to go C-. minus. Um, mostly just because, like, honestly, I, I, I think that would have been more oh i think watching someone just cut that video up and and just straight to the information stuff would have been uh more entertaining which i hate to say because i actually am and obviously you i know um you know this but like i prefer i do like the stage shows and stuff like that i like to watch that stuff I, i find that enjoyable the whole experience of of uh you know, talking about the games, building up to it, show the reveals, blah, 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 all that stuff. As for like, <clears throat> this just had so much fluff that was not really adding anything to any of the presentations and stuff like that, that it, it did just start to become boring. And I don't get bored very easy. That being said, there was. This is true. Chevy could probably sit there and just stare off into nothing and probably not be. I bored. could watch paint dry for sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But more so than anything, I don't like wasting time. Like, this, if I'm idle, I'll find that's, something to do. That's the big thing here is, like, when I saw stuff I liked here, I was into it. Mm-hmm. But there was about three separate times where I felt like the thought, you know, for a millisecond in my head was like, should we even be doing this? Yeah. Like, I could be playing a game or something mm-hmm. right now. And and that's, that's kind of a rough thing because, like, I can be idle you know, but if it's my choice and like, you know, maybe I need like a mental break or something, whatever. But like, oh, dude, getting up to get that drink was real refreshing. I was <laughs> like, I got away from him. The streamers in the mill talking. I was like, fuck, I'm glad I got out of there. Yeah, but it, like, you know, for for me, if like I'm stuck in a situation that I don't want to be in, and not that I don't want to be in this, I, I enjoy like the filming aspect, obviously, but um, I just felt like a lot of that didn't need to exist. And because of that, I, that turned into me feeling like I was wasting time. So, um, but there was some cool stuff in there. Um, I always appreciate Jeff Keighley. Um, and he appreciates that you appreciate him and the stage alone puts it in the C range. So yeah, Chris, I kind of agree with Chevy, the C minus overall, just because the the pacing was really odd. And I I wouldn't have a problem with like the streamers talking about, you know, being interviewed on the the show. If it was like, if they had given like demos of the games and they could talk about like little experiences of the game, not just like random questions of like, what does gaming mean to you? Like, okay, that's that's great, but I don't care right now. I don't really think there's a question on the fucking planet you could ask those people that I'd have any interest in. I have no yeah. affinity for them. They don't have personalities I find particularly interesting. And I don't think they had viewpoints that were particularly unique or uh, worthwhile listening to. So it's the same as if you... I think it'd be more entertaining if you went up to a random person on the street and went, 
we think about Ratchet and Clank. They're like, fucking who now? Like that would be like, okay, that's. And then you show them a video and ask again. Yeah, this would be, this is interesting. Yeah. But when you're like, why do you play video games? Well, uh. Because bitches tip me. They're fun and I make money doing it. Oh, wow. That's so insightful and interesting. And it was just so randomly thrown together. Like, it yeah, was just it felt like, like shit. weird spots. Yeah. Yeah. So, just because the overall, like, fluffiness of the presentation has to be a C minus, because it Fluffy. presents us with some gameplay and some, you know, new stuff. Can't fault it for that, but it's just dragged on and on and on. I enjoyed, I enjoyed, I enjoyed the Red Bull commercials more than the, the streamers. Forced commercials? What the fuck was that shit? No, no, no. Those at least I looked at those. Like, oh, they're getting paid for this. This makes sense. And they were they were short. They were cartoons. They're colorful, more interesting than some guy in his mom's kitchen talking about. Oh, people are they're, healthy. They're, they were literally shorter than the like the five seconds to be able to skip an ad on on YouTube. Yeah, I don't even remember what happened in them. I'm just like, yeah, this is whatever. How I knew that. I knew they were gonna end. Yeah, that's and, nice. And it was a, Gave me hope. You can't really complain about that. Like w- anyone who watches a video online is sub su- you're um, subject to watch advertisements, and they're usually longer than that. So that was totally fine. Yeah. Um, I was gonna make the mistake and probably grade it higher than it deserves, uh, <laughs> and then you gave a grade, and instantly I went, "Whoa, no, that makes sense," because I can't give it a C. I can't give no. it a C because it, for me it it passes, but it doesn't pass in a in a decent way um, because there was so many times that I I was questioning what I was doing with my life and how I got here, <laughs> asking the big Jesus. questions and thinking about like you know fucking I didn't have a choice in life. It's fucking crazy that I'm existing and I'm choosing my time and my existence to be here watching this. Um, and if I'm thinking about that, I, I can't give you a fucking C. Um, can't give much a C at that I, point. But I can't, I can't give a D either, because that's starting to get into like you're almost failing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I feel like a C minus as well, just because um, the stuff I did enjoy, I did enjoy, but there was more stuff I didn't enjoy than that yeah. I did enjoy, or a lot of mediocre stuff that w- didn't have enough gravity, and all the things that were big and exciting weren't that big and exciting. No. Like, I kept seeing something like, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. There's not one moment in the whole fucking thing, except for Age of Empires 3. That that got me excited, but it's already out. Like, I already like it. So it's just like, you like it? It's like if there's a trailer or if there's a commercial for Hunt Showdown, I would, that would have been my most hyped thing on the fucking whole thing. I'd be like, oh my God, I'm fucking going to buy that for a fifth time. Um, so, like, yeah, it's just, a, I don't know. It's. C minus. I don't even feel good about giving it a C minus. I feel like I should go lower, but doesn't deserve lower. Right. Like Jeff, I, I feel Jeff like I, doesn't deserve lower. Exactly. The fucking C is him. The minus is me making sure Jeff gets to stay in the C territory. That's me protecting him. <laughs> I'm doing this for you, man. I'm doing it for Jeff because fucking if he wasn't there, some asshole random like feels Major Nelson or goddamn. Um, it would have been fucking. I forgot her name. Sherry? Whatever. Dijian chick. The chick from our Wendy from Yes, Wendy. Pointless uh, awards given to games that don't even aren't even out yet. Fucking bullshit. Who 
who who got those fucking drive-by awards thrown at them like that quickly? Like this one, this award, and then they went to the next thing and went yes. Like it was so quick and just like this guy won. Who was who are they against? Doesn't matter. Who did they the won. voting? Yeah, like there's no it's just fucking like hey this guy won this thing. Fucking God, good for them. Also. What was his name? Brian. I forgot his last name now. Yeah, the right jam guy. He 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 voted. They're his. Altano? Yeah, that guy. Oh my god, I can't say. I had, dude, okay. I hope he never watches this. <laughs> I I fucking muted him on Twitter cuz every time he fucking shows up in my feed, I get annoyed. Somebody will like like one of his tweets and I'm like, I don't even want to see this guy. Him and uh Jason Scherzer, um <laughs> I don't know who that is. Uh, I used to work for Kotaku. Schreier. Yeah. Schreier, Schreier, Schreier. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> they both, Twitter was like, hey, you like gaming? Here's this guy's tweet over and over. I'm like, I don't follow this guy. I don't follow anything that's related oh, to dude, this guy. Oh, dude, every fucking Jason Schreier Stop tweet. Stop giving him. Every fucking Jason, Jason Schreier tweet is just like, I told you guys about this five months ago, and here it is. And it's like, I didn't see that. Let me tell you why you this is about? bad for society. There's a lot of crunch happening in, in the, the, the industry. This is what this episode's about. I'm getting to the bottom of it. And then Brian Altano is just fucking like, well, I grew up and I watched Ninja Turtles as a kid. That's my personality. And that's what Brian Altano do. I play. I played. I played with Ninja Turtles as a kid. That's what. That's me. That's who I am. Uh, I wear leather jackets. I like the 80s. His aesthetic was cool. I can't get out of my childhood. I hope you never. I hope you never watch this, Brian. Um, <laughs> hey, who, who the fuck are we? Right? I mean, fuck him. Um, <laughs> anyway, C minus for Brian Altano, and uh, and that's that's a good grade too. That's a good grade. Um, what are we talking about? The the presentation. Anything else you guys want to say? It's great to be back, guys. I'm glad. I'm glad you guys joined uh-huh. us. Yeah, sorry, sorry for the bum fest. What bum fest? I'm having a blast. I don't know, man. Between I'm me being tired and that that show being tired, um, <laughs> you on the show are tired? Yes. Were you not here for the two hours of tired? On that note, um, I think that's everything. Yes. Stay tuned. We got we got game of the month coming. We got plus club coming. And uh, that's going to do it for this episode of TLG Reacts. As always, thank you for watching. Make sure to let us know in the comments what you thought of this presentation and uh, what was your favorite thing you saw? What was your least favorite thing? What fat do you think should have been trimmed? Did you like the streamers? Are you a fan of any of the streamers? How tired um, are you? What was uh, your most hyped thing there? Are you excited for Ratchet and Clank? Uh, is there something you wish we got to see that we didn't? I'm sure there's a lot of things. And um, what do you think about Dragon Age? Are you excited for that? Are you allowing yourself to be excited for that? Or are you like, no, I liked all of them. Let us know in the comments. That's going to do it for this episode of TLG Reacts. Always thanks for watching. Make sure to like and subscribe if you enjoyed this episode. Make sure to check out our other episodes. Check us out on Tumblr, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. L- let's shorten that. Check us out on you can Google Tasteful Gaming and find all sorts of stuff about us. No, I know. we got to eliminate the Tumblr and TikTok because TikTok's going to get outlawed. Um, so you check us out on Twitter and, uh, <laughs> and YouTube and YouTube. Yeah, you're here. Um, we got a discord link down below. You can talk to us anytime, all time. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms. If you prefer to listen to us, um, 
Yeah, something else. We got a Patreon. You can support the channel if you fucking feel like it. And uh, let's appreciate it. I love you so much. If you like listening to us, bitch. Yeah. My name's Seth. <laughs> I'm Chevy. I'm Chris. Until next episode, which is going to be very soon. Have a good one, guys, and uh, take it easy.